0: Well, this is not how I wanted to do episode 5. I originally was going to write episode 5, and then I had a guest appear randomly throughout the day. Yesterday, our recording kind of, you know, had some interruptions and timing was off and there was a little bit of issues, Um, not anything major, but just I, I wanted to produce the best quality episode I could. And it Within the time restrictions that we were given, the episode didn't feel correct. So this is episode five. Unfortunately, I didn't write it. I didn't have the guest I wanted on. But I got the guest that I severely wanted on. The man that I've been trying to convince since day one of making this fucking thing. Mr. Fucking Chief. It's fucking amazing to have you on. I love your, the fucking fact that you actually said yes to recording, the fact that you said yes to even fucking phoning me, and yes to the fact that you even wanted to video chat.
1: Yeah, uh, It's a little out of my wheelhouse lately. But I'm glad I'm doing this mix
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's amazing to have you on, and I miss chatting to you. I miss having you around. You were a great source of energy, that, you know, that genuine push, that great motivation, just the way you spoke was so elegant, and I really drew a lot of uh, inspiration from that conversation. Like, that, that was very inspiring to fucking be bawling my fucking eyes out on a fucking bed that I had just made in the fucking morning. You know how pissed off I was to even be sitting on that fucking thing because we had officers judging our room that morning and I had just made it perfect and I didn't want to mess it up and I was upset about it and then I had a whole mental breakdown and it was just, oh man, it was not a great time. But I mean, I had a source of light that was given to me that was absolutely needed wanted requested i don't even think you even advocated that you were demanding to be in my room you were demanding to be by my side you didn't you didn't give up you didn't you say no you Mm -hmm. didn't accept no as an answer you were like Nah, man, I'm in here. Like, you can close the door. I'm going to sit on this bed, and we're going to have a conversation. I was like, you know what? Click, Mm. and that was when everything went boom.
1: Oh, I totally agree. Like, that's probably why I was always getting in trouble, though. I never liked to listen, and I was too busy
0: busy trying to get in other people's business. (laughs) Well, I mean, and you knew me. You knew the person I wanted to be. You knew the person I was. You knew the person that was me. You knew before anybody else knew how I was, who I was, how I, like, how my brain worked. You just had this connection with me that nobody else had, and... It was also shared with multiple people throughout the camp. But I mean, when I spoke with you on the bed and had that, you know, man-to-man conversation of what the hell are we doing? Like, <laughs> we're mad for no parent reason. And that's when we both decided to go our different ways. And, you know, you became a hell of a lot better you showed up on time. You made sure your uniform was perfect. And you really showed initiative in taking control. And taking control of any situation. But that wasn't just, you know, that wasn't just me. That was you as well. You were a, you were a high rank at home. And you knew how to be. You knew how to be a proper cadet. And that's what I knew. It's like, this guy knows how to be proper. That's what I saw in Kicks. That's what I saw in you, Chief. And you were my number one. I never put anybody below, you know. This is a sergeant right now. And all of you guys are acting like absolute animals. And I had that conversation with everybody. It wasn't yeah. just the cadets I was speaking to. it was also my my flight staff. When I stepped out onto that parade square and I had to talk to you guys, I was pissed. Oh yeah, no, And no, no, no. everybody knew it.: Well, because
1: this male we had to deal with you know the chief and her anger a lot, so it was easy. To see your smile and, uh, you know, everyone saw it as a beacon. So when that smile turned to a frown, you know.
0: When I got serious and I turned, when I turned it on, I turned it on. Oh, absolutely. There was no, there was no skip. There was no beat missed. There was no slip in the crack. It was mitt. It was, my parade square was my parade square. Where? It needed to happen. It needed to happen, and I showed that I was the one that I was supposed to be. I showed that everybody needed to understand what the hell was going on.
1: And how we needed to and be, how we we needed to
0: be to and how we needed to act. And it took a male's voice and my projecting voice over top of the officer's mess, over top of their barracks. I'm pretty sure they heard the whole conversation. And when I went, I went. I didn't care who was listening. And that's exactly when the officers knew I was supposed to be woe one. And they knew it from that point on that I was the woe one. And they couldn't switch the rank because it was too late in the camp.
1: You can't, yeah, you can't just do that. It's just not as, what, like, of course it can't ever work like that, right? You can't just take the, the head honcho and say somebody else is going to do a better job while they're... Because, like, and don't get me wrong... You would have fit that spot way better. Nope. but rough fit. But that, that she, like, the chief was doing a decent, decent job. I didn't get to see all of the inner workings. But it was but rough. You got, you got to see how the chief interacted with people.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you're right. It was rough. It wasn't bad. It wasn't I mean, bad, it was, but it was rough.
1: It yeah.
0: It was it a rough time hard. to be. It was, you know, it was... Yeah, because it, it was at
1: the end of an era. It was... An, needed a, a it, long way to go out.
0: It was, it was a time of an era that was led by absolute dictatorship.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, and co- incompetent dictators.
0: Incompetent leaders and incompetent staff. And I let everybody know. And... I didn't let it, like, when I let it go, I let it go. And it it was apparent at the final parade square when the band was going. Both bagpipes and the, like, and I nailed it. And they knew it, and that's why I got the coin. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, man. Like, that's when I knew I hit my best was when I got called for that coin. And I hold that shit high, man. I, I'm like, did you ever get an Air Cadet coin? <laughs> no? Sit down. I don't
1: think I ever got one. That, that was I, I
0: had something on my uniform, though, too. Yeah, have, but that uh, was... A, a ro-
1: a royal commendation
0: or something oh for shit saving someone's life. but it i mean was that was that was the that was my that was my medal that was what i needed was my recognition that i was the top person like oh, i needed that recognition that i knew what i was doing and i knew how to turn it on when i needed to turn it on That's why when I saw the opportunity to go full south, I went full south. I didn't need to go full south. That's when I knew crap was going to get bad and crap was going to, you know, be really dark. But I knew it was going to be okay. I knew that for a fact. It was just the fact of the camp was getting to me, the stress was getting to me. Everybody's opinion was getting to me. Like, I knew I was the I was the Wo one. I was supposed to be the Wo one. You like were... when I said no, I would not go any higher than Woe Two. That's when they knew. Okay. But I even said in the interview, I would want to be Woe Two of B squadron because that's where I started and that's where I want to end. And they gave me exactly what I wanted. And I cried on the fucking parade square.
1: Oh, I didn't see that.
0: Yeah, no, I cried. (laughs) (laughs) The only person that knew I had tears was the person beside me. And she was saying it was okay to give the cry to give the tears it was such a she's like it's okay you can give the tears nobody's looking and that's when my head turned fucking full forward and I was like holy shit I did it I fucking did it I got the position I wanted I got it like that was my pinnacle they knew, I, they knew I could be well 1. They knew. But they were like, okay, we'll give him what he wants. And we'll give somebody that is more professional and more, you know, more suitable for the position. And they knew that I was Woe well 1. And when I got that medal at the end of the camp, it was... It was just the icing on the fucking cake. Like, it was just... We knew all along, you fucking stupid idiot. Like, here, have a fucking coin for your hard work. They even engraved on the back of it, best dress 2013. I didn't know that. Until I looked at the coin a couple weeks ago. I didn't know they engraved the back of it.
1: Jeez. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and you did. I remember that every day. You worked so hard.
0: Oh fuck. Okay, sorry. Tears. Ugh. No. Ugh. All right. Conversation. Okay. Where the fuck do we go from that? Okay. Um, <laughs> achievement. Uh, where where do we go from you know achievement? We go you know time time was supposed to be the topic of last episode or well i guess this episode but i mean how how fucking perfect like the timing like ah like the timing of everything the fucking okay, I want to i want to hear the personal side of when i posted that photo which photo the photo of us oh. hugging hugging yes Oh, when man. I wrote that, I was only writing it to you.
1: I I wish I had it right now. Like, I wish I had like looked at it again recently to refresh. Uh, but I I remember that hug mainly because I remember every single person nearby was just so broken, and I was trying to hold myself together. Yeah. Mother. Okay. And yeah. As soon as I told you I hate you. <laughs> as soon as I saw you, uh our friend that took the picture, she knew that I was gonna break. Yep. And I shattered.
0: <laughs> and that was that was the moment was when you fucking that was before you broke. She took the pe the she took the picture just before you broke. Yeah. And it was just so
1: awful you Cause I was pretty much fine for seven weeks. No, because
0: just after that you had taken my head off your shoulder, looked at me and gone, We're gonna meet again. Ah man. And I knew it. Man. I knew it for a fucking fact that we were gonna meet again. And that I wasn't saying goodbye for, you know, yeah. the last time. I knew I was going to see you. I knew that you were going to be that one person that if I reached out in a time of need, that you were going to be there. And that's exactly what, you know, both of us need right now. It's just something other, something other than, you know, our personal lives to be the you know the the hashings of our mind
1: yes absolutely
0: like when we when we look at the world we don't see the world as the world we see the world as something different and it's yeah. just when when you honestly look at the world and you see the world through our eyes it's just Painful? Painful. <laughs> That's exactly the word. It's just...
1: Because it, you see the the stupid things that are considerable, and then you see the world where you want it to be, and then you see the darkness for how it is. Exactly. You see, that, that you see that people are getting hurt the worldwide, yep. and people are too about the newest hair fashion.
0: Yeah, kind of and... You know, it's just, got to feel it all. like, you gotta, you gotta break it down to almost each individual person you see. Like, when I walk outside, I, I can't walk outside, because I look at somebody, they won't even look me in, in the eye.
1: I almost would prefer that, I don't like, like, uh, seeing people's, pain on their face
0: or yeah well i i've always i've always been an advocate i've always been you know a person that you know sees good in people i don't see see the pain i don't see the anger i don't i see something that's good inside you that i want to bring out like i know there's a piece of every soul that needs to be repaired and whether i do it through counseling whether i do it through teaching whether i do it through other means i want to help as many people as i can and honestly sitting down with somebody and having an honest conversation is something that you know i miss and it's something that I need, and I knew that if I reached out to you, you weren't gonna fucking say no, you weren't gonna say like oh i'll 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 catch you after the game or i'll you know i'll i'll you know i'll I'll be home at this time, I'll phone you then, and then you know that time comes around, and then no message, no call, no notification of hey something came up like. Accountability is something that I fucking miss. Being accountable is absolutely an essential thing to life. Being accountable for your actions. Being accountable for your words. Being accountable is the... Is the base (laughs) of honesty. If you're honest with yourself... You can be honest with other people. If you look in the mirror and you hate the reflection, change the reflection. Get a new haircut. Get a new. Get a new. You know, grow out your hair. Like grow facial hair, or you know, ladies try makeup. Or if you are into makeup, stop going makeup.
1: Yeah, where ladies grow beard.
0: Or with i mean if you can grow a beard like try and grow a beard like who the hell cares be honest be honest with don't... yourself be honest with the people around you and it's going to be 10 times better what the shit absolutely Well, and
1: that's one thing that i've uh like I've taken a absurd out of the playbook kind of thing. And what, what I'm trying to say is for like a long period of time, like it's so easy to lie, even if it's a white lie, like you look pretty today when you don't, and, but who's, wh- what's the point in lying at all when there's truths that you can say that are beautiful in their own way. Yeah. And I, then that's kind of how I've been living, uh, my life since and so as long as you speak the truth then it'll you'll have a positive outcome of some sort yeah just have the right truth you don't have to be an asshole (laughs) people don't get that honesty doesn't mean being a brutal like brutal honesty isn't what you're supposed to go for Like, honesty is supposed to be a virtue because you're supposed to make people happy by telling the truth. We're supposed to be there for each other and not bringing each other down. And it's, but it was, has always been so easy to act like that.
0: Yeah. Like, when I, when I interact with you, it's just, you bring out another side of me. I see it. Like, it's just, when I, when I speak to certain people, I light up. I'm emotional, I'm fully open, I'm, you know, I'm fully intent. Like, when I open up to people, I actually open up to people. And it's, it's, it's like, it's like you're in the middle of a swamp.
1: Absolutely.
0: And your only friend is an ass.
1: I wish... I I don't know if that fits. I don't tell anybody what goes on in my mind. Mine is more like a void.
0: Yeah. And I see that. And it's... You need a drive. You need a passion. Yeah. You You seem... You seemed distant, and I didn't like it. That's why I wanted to have you on. You seemed distant, and you didn't seem like yourself. I knew something was amiss, and I know there's... There's probably something amiss in your background that you're not telling me. And I... I may or may not know... That I... You know? It's just... We have a unique way of looking at life. And
1: And sometimes it can be dangerous.
0: And sometimes it can be very dangerous. Um And I hope I hope that, you know we can, you know, still be friends. We can still.
1: Always. <laughs> I'm a simple mom.
0: Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but I mean
1: once I've seen someone's heart, i love them forever.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's the same with me. I, You've been my brother since the day you sat on my bed. Like... I remember. Like, I know you would remember. I know you remember <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> You're just, very punctual.
1: No, the, the moment I remember most clearly isn't isn't the words that were said it was just it was after when it was quiet and you just needed a lay down you held my hand <sighs> first time i uh felt good i don't know it was nice being there for someone like that it was different. Uh, seeing, seeing someone in pain for something, for things that pain me. That, uh, fucking sakes! You <laughs> what I'm really not, saying? Uh,
0: this yeah. is exactly the conversation I needed.
1: I, yeah, you know, it's brutal.
0: And it's I hope dirty. to God it's the it's it feels the same way to you.
1: It is. I literally don't cry for anyone.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't cry for many people. The people I cry for are the people I cry for. <laughs> if if I cry for you, then you know that, you know, you mean something to me. Oh, if I shed a tear, then, you know, I, you mean something to me. If I don't shed a tear, then, you know, yeah. I have some I doubts.
1: I <laughs> plenty of doubts, though.
0: But, I mean, when our intuition collided, it was... It was like you were reading me like a book.
1: It, it, was, a con- it was a battlefield at first. I remember sitting in the uh, staff-only area out back of the, uh, where we could buy things or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, the full explanation we're we're sitting out there just talking shit and then all of a sudden we just keep giving each other like little shit over the things we're saying trying to like (laughs) see what's going on and i know i knew that was what was going on it was so and it was so funny because all all it took is one look at the girls uh, uh that were there with us to know that we were being so dumb, (laughs) but it was awesome. I don't, I honestly don't know why they put up with us, but it was a lot of fun.
0: Oh my God. When we, when we were sitting at the circle, we just were bouncing shit off each other. We were like, like, look at these dicks. Like they're just sitting here on their phones. Like what dicks? Like, right. What kind of opinions do you guys have? What's on your phone? Like, like <laughs> c- can you think for yourself? Can you get off your phone? Like, can- And then once we turned it on, we were like, yeah. Hello? This is true facts. True facts. And then everybody got annoyed. And then that's when I went, nope. And I went bye bye. Yeah. And then you were like, "Mix, mix, where are you going, mix?" I was like, "Nope, I'm gone. Nope, that no."
1: Like some some of those days, like uh, all the blankets. That probably the weirdest and most brutal thing is just like. All people wanted to do was relax in our lounge. But some one person had to take it too
0: far. <laughs> yeah, one person had to take it too far. Yeah. I wonder who I wonder <laughs> who gave them the idea.
1: You're not looking at me, are you?
0: <laughs> uh, I mean
1: my, my I actually, mean I s we might have actually been the first ones with blankets, weren't we?
0: Yep. Yep,
1: we were. <laughs> because me and her kept trading them. She kept, uh, I remember in our off time, uh, we would, we, when we were wearing, like, cologne and shit, you know, trying to smell good. <laughs> Kid
0: things. You know what's really weird? You know what's really weird? Here, let me take you to my room. Oh. Oh, God, I gotta get, I gotta get off the fucking floor. Oh.
1: Like the clone, like wearing the clone and everything. Well, the whole point was uh, we would swap our blanket and they, they were the same color. So mine smelling like my clone, I'd give to her. Yep. She'd give me her. that smelled like her perfume. And we kept trading. And <laughs> that's probably why things got out of hand in the staff room. No. Yeah. Somebody tried to friggin' borrow my blanket once. I think that was, uh, the, um, the
0: one. Yup. And, uh, you know where she was going?
1: To the other guy?
0: Yup. <laughs> and guess who knew about it?
1: Uh, I imagine probably everyone. She's uh, everybody
0: did. And when yeah, I called she... her out, when I called her out, she, oh, she tried to sweet talk me. Oh, no. I was, ha- no I was way. not having it. I was, nope, uh-uh. That's too funny. And that was the day I snapped. Hmm. I Remember the that. day that I was just d- totally distant?
1: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, the, the one where you'd, be like, hey next, what's going on? And you'd be and it would be a sharp side glance. Yep. I remember that day fondly. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh.
0: I think that's the day I snapped. I think Maybe that was that. when I stepped on to, to the parade square.
1: Oh yeah. About four weeks in?
0: That's somewhere around there.
1: Four or five. Like, Four it or wasn't five. Too close, to the end,
0: but it wasn't at the end either. Yep. Yeah. No, it was. It was like almost eh, a little bit over half, and yeah, that's, when I, that's when I. That's when it's. That's when I snapped.
1: It was the second. It was either the second intake or the beginning of the third.
0: Yeah, that was about, boat. That was a boat when I snapped, <laughs> and when I snapped, yeah. I snapped on everybody. That wasn't yeah. that wasn't me you know talking to you know one individual person. That was me oh. talking to like four people at one time. Well,
1: and and that's only to deal with one of the dozen problems that was going on on a daily basis. Yep.
0: <laughs> and I snapped I
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah, no anyone would have. Like it was insane. Like, and the, the part of it is is the people that should have been dealing with some of the problems were the problems.
0: Exactly. And that's exactly what I said on the parade square. I remember exactly what I said on that parade square because I advocate for that every single day. Right? And well, I stand like- for that no matter what. Like, what I believe in is what I believe in. (laughs) When I stepped onto that parade square, I was warrant officer, first class, mixed. Like, that was my mixed emotions. That was my mixed circles. That was my my explosion point. Was when I had enough. And right now, looking at the world, I'm just about to go oh boy here we go (laughs) like i'm ready to i'm ready to go at the world like the world's ready to go at me that's exactly why i started training i started training again because i'm i'm like i have to control this fire i have to control it it's not it's gonna be it's gonna be deadly uh, and somebody said this thing to me
1: at one point is uh, that famous quote. It's like, everyone wants to watch the world burn. Yep. And that one, when that was said, it, was, as it came to me and I was like, ah, and I want to light the match.
0: Yeah, exactly, not, right? It's like, here, I let me just... <laughs> <in. Yeah. laughs>
1: like, it just came and it's like, yeah, no. the The world... And, uh, like, i'm not i'm not gonna say it actually need, needs like to be reborn in fire because that would be literally oh
0: well, yeah that's that would be literal death of everybody but i mean if yeah, we're, we're looking like- at the world currently let's 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 actually let's, let me cut you off let me let me full-on cut you off let me let me dive into this world issue stuff right let's not just look at our country canada like we are in canada I'm not looking at just Canada. I can't look at just Canada. Because of my certain situation, I cannot look at just Canada. So I have to look at our neighbors to the south. And, oh, my God. Oh, that's confusing. I don't want to even get into it. No, it's,
1: well, talking about it is just almost, it's, crazy as creating a new conspiracy theory yep because everything you could talk about is is both bullshit and isn't simultaneous
0: exactly it's like it's like uh we're 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 stand-up comedians stepping into a whole cesspool of jokes that you know can be retold and not retold
1: well and that's how it is Because (laughs) that's literally how the uh, news organizations are. And uh, I mean, I might be getting a little political on that. Well, I don't
0: care if you get political. (laughs) Let's get political.
1: Fair enough. Because you could literally look at all of these uh, news organizations' posts. And if you follow them for, like, say, each article for three months, you'll see them, like, literally, like, make an article that completely 180s on almost every single topic they go after. Yep. Like one moment will be like and literally one moment they will be saying that uh say something is the reason that this is happening and then the exact next moment they'll be they'll say the opposite to like uh drag in both sides.
0: Exactly. So like it's 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 like it's like it's like a major organization is running in the background. That we are unaware of. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's been happening for a while. Like oh, hundreds of years probably. Probably like, and it only gets easier because people uh, stop conforming.
1: Well, that yes, it oh, so there it was a TV show that said it perfectly. No, it was the movie Assassins. They said, we don't need the apple anymore because people will willingly give up their freedoms for an easier life, like for comforts. So, like, you'll give up your right to free speech as long as you've got a nice house. Yeah, exactly. That's all it takes now. And because the people that put uh, these people in power are the ones with the like the people with the money are the ones that put. They're puppets into power,
0: right? Exactly. It's when when these big chains actually get puppets. It's like they need puppets for certain things and to push certain views and to push certain things. It's almost like the fucking parental thing back in the 70s is actually a little bit too much going into our fucking privacy now.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, like, as we're talking about this, any number of people could be listening.
0: Exactly. And like, any 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 number of fucking, you know, idiot with a fucking computer and a mouse can, you know, go onto the yeah. internet, go into the back part of it, and, you know, access whatever the hell they want. It's like, how many pictures are up of, you know, myself? How many pictures are up of, you know, int- intimate photos that i've shared with my significant other that i thought may you know stay on one thing but now might be posted on the internet for everybody to see well and
1: that's and that's actually likely because of the way that uh the internet works like your data has to be saved and uh saved and moved from different points constantly right
0: exactly so it's like where are where are data our data points being stored
1: and that's the thing is any number of companies control like that and the, what is it the internet is actually based in england isn't it um like the actual central hub for world wide web i believe maybe I'm not, I, like, I, uh,
0: yeah, like, I, I'm not sure of that fact either, that may be true, that may not be true, we don't Don't, know, we're just, uh, we're speculating, we're speculating on a, on a thread that we're, like, detectives on, and we're just tugging it, we're just tugging the little thread, we're seeing if it unravels the whole mess that is the flag.
1: Right? Well the terrifying reality is is that anyone that has uh enough processing power can have their message uh, essentially in the air. Exactly. Because that's what the internet is, right? All you need is something powerful enough to pour in or create your own. Yep, uh, or anyone. or
0: it's almost like the the guidelines in which you can make stuff now is too strict, and you can't make anything because you have to jump through a b c d z f q r like every hoop to get to where you wanna be well absolutely well and-
1: in. And when they're trying to silence your questions into some of those things as well, but, um, like speaking about the internet, but like a lot of the social media nowadays has been um, blocking what you say about certain things, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I I so, go I go through a specific website that I pay for to upload my podcast. Now, I do it a specific way that, you know, I just hit record, I upload it, and it's there. I don't care. Like, I upload things basically from the moment after I finish recording with that person. I usually do like a little exit outro thing. Usually a little bit longer than what people like because sometimes I'm trying to collect my thoughts and sometimes my thoughts don't like to go into lines like they're supposed to. But I mean
1: all
0: the brain of thought. Yeah, well I mean it's like it's it's hard to control thought when the thoughts are like a little monkey in your head trying to sort it shit out. Like this shit goes here, this shit goes like it's it's like a monkey that has Tourette's in your head. It's like a
1: fuck. <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, it feels like a dozen different people fighting to have the same thought in my head.
0: So you know, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I feel that way too. Sometimes I feel that way too. But I mean, I try and I try and silence the other other, you know, crowd members.
1: What? <laughs>
0: just, just kidding! Christ. No, Christ. <laughs> Well, I mean, sometimes no. you have to. Sometimes you have to have a voice. Sometimes you just gotta be confident enough to just say what you wanna say. Like, isn't Absolutely. it? Uh, who is it? Um, fuck, the song at the end of Bucket List. Oh man. Fuck. Not, man. It was oh, wow. also in fucking Yes Man.
1: <laughs> I actually watched Yes Man recently. I have no idea though.
0: You know what I just watched recently? Just to switch off the topic, I mean, I I watched Goodwill Hunting the other day for like the first time ever in my life. What a fantastic movie! Oh my god! <laughs>
1: I honestly like. I've I've seen it on uh, like available for watch, like viewing, and I, I just. Every time I see it, I'm just like, do I want to watch this? Yes, you want to watch it,
0: it. Yes, you want to watch it. I, I will. <laughs> like, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, ain't no mountain high Okay, we can't really That's sing funny. that too long. Or else we're going to get the whole thing fucking taken down.
1: Oh, yeah, no, but, uh,. I I like i just looked up the bucket list thing because i was interested and it said the mountain
0: yeah so st- how many people how many people do you think are still listening do you think we lost them
1: oh man i wouldn't have been surprised if i lost them at some point i went off on a tangent in a weird way not
0: long ago <laughs> yeah i know i i i followed you I followed you on the well, tangent. I was like, I mean, let's go. Really? Let's go on this tangent. Like, you want to go down it? Let's go. Like, I'll I'll lead you down it. I'll lead you back. Like, let's come, let's come yeah, back now. It's, that's, uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I think we, that's, we were
1: t- our camp experience Yeah. And how, how they made us. Yeah, exactly. And
0: like, when, the world, and Which then the world, reasons. but I mean, like, fuck the world now. We're not talking about the world. Um, back into our personal lives, uh, because, sometimes you just gotta say, fuck it. Fish! Um, but, uh, yeah. You remember the, uh, the, the fucking, uh, chant they started at camp
1: 2013? Oh, God.
0: Yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was an interesting one.
1: one?
0: Um, remember was when it? the first one came in?
1: The chance. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure Remember
0: that. the, uh, rem- oh, wait, that was a different year. That was 2012. Yeah.
1: The, what, the, like, uh, when I think of chance, like, are you talking about attitude checks?
0: Yeah, attitude checks, Yeah.
1: And I mean for viewers, obviously attitude checks, if you don't know, are uh, are we dick around with things in the real world, mostly songs and we make them cadet related.
0: Yeah, we we make them PG related to cadets. And that was the yeah. fun part about being a staff member was trying to find the song that you could, you know, persuade your kids into into singing. Yeah. But changing the words in up. Front of the- yeah. So when it's, I when I started every uh, when I started every intake in 2012, that's when I really opened up. That's when um, I was told that I was too aggressive and blah blah blah. Like, and I
1: didn't they see you getting too close to the squadrons.
0: Yeah, I was getting too close, and yeah, that was exactly who told me was my home home officer. So, somebody was pulling strings up top, and uh I was kept you know in my place and uh oh yeah, did I ever feel like I was kept in my place
1: wow, I know how that goes though I, I I was having trouble the entire time with my well, with my officer and about fifty percent of the time with my flight sergeants i that was most of my conversation whenever we talked was me complaining about my, my commanders.
0: Exactly. Like (laughs) when we started talking shit about the commanders, that's when everybody started to realize holy shit, we're led by incompetence. Yeah. Like I,
1: like when I, like I ratted up my officer because I, I didn't think she was doing well and she cried in front of me obviously that, that, kind of hurt me even well
0: yeah I, was, I mean that that hurts anybody to watch somebody yeah. cry because of the words they said
1: right but and like I so but now i have to explain this to the chaplain but why i said everything and and then still they almost sent me home for uh what was it uh di, what is it um not disobedience
0: insubordination insubordination In yeah. And I stepped up and, and I stepped up in the down. fucking office and I yeah. stepped up to the officer and I was like, ma'am, this needs to be thrown the fuck out. Right? Because this man is the best sergeant out of the whole squadron. This is a man mm-hmm. that knows his stuff. This is a man that is a woe to at home. He knows his stuff. He would never yell at anybody out of disrespect. If shit got rough, shit got rough. He would talk to you afterwards, and he wouldn't give you shit about what he just gave you shit about. No.
1: <laughs> like, and, that's, and I did have a temper. as. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I had a temper
0: as well. But, I mean, I learned how to control my temper in 2012, and then I taught how to control temper in 2013.
1: Yeah. But, like, as you, as you were kind of putting it was uh almost did me a little justice because i did like i gave people when i when i flipped i it was like my rage g- came out but the like you also said but that my what made me work i guess as an instructor and uh, like i got to leave uh like when i was the drill instructor for my for my intake my i got best drill and best drill commander So like that made me feel pretty good that I gotta teach my cadets that. And and all while like I was not an easy person to deal with, but the thing is is you if you're gonna give someone shit, you at least have to explain to them what went wrong after. And that was a huge problem in cadets, is most of it was just yelling that you're not good enough at what you were doing.
0: Yep. And to get better. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. There was there was no constructive criticism. When and we that, when you when you give out constructive criticism, you have to give out good and bad. When I come into a conversation, I come in with both knowing there is going to be good and there is going to be bad. Whether the good outweighs the bad on your side, I know it you know levels out on my side. Whether you start putting weights on either side of me, I'm going to go off balance. Now, if you throw me off balance, I don't like to be off balance. I like to mirror the other person. So if you're going off balance, I'm going off balance. So if you start to raise your voice, I'm going to start to raise mine.
1: And And that's exactly what they taught us. Is that we don't need to yell at each other. It's like all you you may you might need to um, be loud, but it's more about confidence in what you like, in what you say, like what you're saying is right, essentially. And and actually, one of the best things I learned at camp was how you say things. Was um, when you when you talk to your juniors. Uh, and keep in mind, obviously, that cadets is a military organization
0: <laughs> so yeah like talk- it's 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 not really yeah. full military yeah. it's like yeah. it's based off yeah. the military, yeah. but it's a fun play off of it like it's 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 led by people that you know are are parents but want to teach in a specific way, yeah. but you know sometimes they preach about something they shouldn't be preaching about
1: and the when when I learned at camp is you like most of your life at like say as a civilian, you're always asking people uh what you need of them
0: right? exactly,
1: and so when you're when you're a cadet and you become uh, a sergeant or a warrant officer, you're still asking people to do things,
0: yeah, you're still and asking people to do things, but it's whether you're leading in the proper way
1: yeah, but and that and like and that's what was told to me was. It was like instead of saying "I need you to do something like this," it's like uh it's more. You have to use the words "will" more. Like this, like this is uh, like this is what we're doing. So, uh, like your your job is this. Yeah, you have to, like, you create definitives, you know, as a positive way as possible.
0: You exactly. them
1: room, say, eh, nah, 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 like, because like the whole structure of it, right? Like you,
0: exactly. But when, When that was the whole structure of attitude checks. When I brought attitude checks in and I said attitude checks need to be a thing. I got shit for it.
1: No way.
0: I got shit for it.
1: They, They warm up kids. Actually, I remember that, like the one that I remember the most clearly was based off that song Radioactive. By Imagine Dragons? Yup. The White did it so well.
0: Yeah, like, and to see that, to see a whole team produce something that, you know, they worked hard on. They worked their whole intake on. And they get to show it off at Final Parade and the officers said no. Oh, yeah, the freaking attitude check wars. The attitude check wars at the final parade were the best thing out of the whole fucking camp. Oh, oh my yeah. god!
1: When I did them in basic, I think uh, like ours was like uh, thunderstruck or something, and that's what made us like got us the win. Like I think we won our our attitude check war in in my basic course.
0: Yeah, but uh, when when uh, the parents started taking notice of how their kids were acting on the parade square, they started yanking them. What? Yep. The attitude check never that bad. Uh, Were you at AI 2010? No, obviously not. (laughs) And and when we're talking about uh, the
1: year that, like, when we were there together, I was teaching children
0: so (laughs) yeah that was the that when 2010 hit Ooh, 2010 hit Ooh, oops 2010 really hit
1: but imagine now like the attitude checks with twerking and shit
0: yeah i know right the whole like the whole squad would be just be like oh let's hold the bones are ass yes bones like what kind of creative shit would fucking kids come up with now that is exactly why I want to make my own squadron. That is exactly why I want to make my own corps. That is exactly why I want to be a CO of a cadet squadron. Or a CO of a corps. Give me army cadets. Give me army cadets that know that maybe I do want to go into the army. And this is how it's going to be in the army. And this is the way of life. When you signed your life away at the beginning of Cadets, there was, I don't know how much paperwork to go through it. You had to go through piles and piles and piles of paperwork just to apply to be a fucking cadet. And how many times they still got your address wrong. How many times they still got your fucking phone number wrong. How many times they, you know, messed up on... This application, that application, this application, that application. There was just messes and mistakes throughout the whole thing. And you know who suffered for it? The person that was supposed to get a medal three times over and didn't get it. I tested physically for it three different times and I didn't get it.
1: That's still... Like, it still drives me crazy, mainly because I was so young when I got mine. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was, like, when I met you, I already had my strength. Yeah. Like, and, like, it wasn't long after that that I had my my cadet and my excellence. Uh, like, my years of service and my excellence.
0: Yeah, you your uniform looked... Top dead. fucking nut! You I hated it.
1: it. When I got my,
0: uh, I my hated hand it hand because it. you had your plates in. You had your well, plates well, in for your medals for your ribbons. It was your plates well, because well, no, you came out with plate. two of them. It was for the mess dinner. When you came, when you came out for the mess dinner, we, I, I my medals. hey. You weren't allowed to wear your full medals. Oh,
1: only. Oh, yeah,
0: I know, I had to pay for my ribbons, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we. They, they only wanted woe 2s to have their medals on. Oh, and I advocated yeah. for everybody to wear for their ribbons. I advocated for that because they deserve it. They at least deserve recognition of the medal they're supposed to be wearing. No, I totally agree. And it's like it's my, uh, and the fact that I was missing medals was just absolutely pissing me off because all I had was woe two on my wrist, and nothing on my chest. I was like, I'm almost a finished cadet, and my uniform looks emptier than a ace's. Uh,
1: but it wasn't a, rec- a, re- uh, a reflection on how you operated. It was a reflection on them. You obviously earned those medals. They were just never given to you.
0: Yeah, and I want them. <laughs> like, I want them. <laughs> exactly, why, exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing now. I want them back. <laughs> like, they weren't given to me. I want them now. <laughs>
1: The thing that always got me about getting those medals was I never felt like I deserved them.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right t-
1: <laughs> which feels so, uh, which makes me feel kind of arrogant. But there was uh, there was a p- a point. I went on a trip um, that I didn't need to go on. I was a sergeant at the time, and I offered to staff for a um, a music course, and I I still don't play an instrument. Yeah. So. I was only I was only going there as a like um, a uh, an escort from my, my squadron. Yeah. I was the only staff member, and because of that, she promoted me on the bus right then, right there, Just because I offered yeah I offered my services. Like I, I took time that I like. They no staff from our squadron was gonna go. like and I was like, no, they need me.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I will
1: take care of my babies.
0: (laughs) Like when when I took care of my squadron, I took care of my squadron. Right. When
1: but but when when I what I mean? You
0: you know how long I held on? Okay, I gotta fucking speak about this because this has been fucking bothering me since the fucking day she fucking didn't give it to me. Oh. Now. You know the issue with the short one at camp. The yes. other short one.
1: Okay, maybe? The one with? The, the the one with the same as you?
0: No, she was on the other side.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, she was an alpha, but she was um, a woe, right? Higher. Oh,
0: okay. Yep. She came up to me 2012. She said, I'm too aggressive. I need to tone it down. What? Yep. And she told me that on the parade square, away from everybody else, and completely went personal, and completely broke the professional relationship that is a cadet and an officer. She told me I was too aggressive and that I shouldn't be yelling at cadets. And I'm being too authoritative and I need to tone it down.
1: Wow. She, didn't know, she doesn't know what a fucking good leader looks like if it hit her in the face.
0: Exactly. This pisses me off because she's...
1: Oh, exactly.
0: You know what? It she goes back. It goes back. Okay you oh it goes back buddy it goes back 2012 mm-hmm. go back to 2000 uh nine 2008 2009 right i got flight corporal before anybody else in my in my in my level She didn't feel like I deserved it. The CO knew exactly who I was, what I did, what I advocated for, and she knew exactly what I was like. So she gave it to me at the end of her CO ship. She got shipped off. This lady, well, actually, this lady stepped up. And guess what? I had to move. When the CO left... She took over, I left. I, I moved out. I moved to a different squadron. So I moved squadrons. I was flight sergeant, or no, I was flight corporal when I left, right? I came back a sergeant. Actually, no, I came back a flight sergeant. Now, she held me at flight sergeant for 2008. All of 2008. Oh, my God. What the f- Or, no, not 2008. Sorry, my years are off. Uh, When I came back in 2010. Hmm. No, 2011. 2010, 2011. Nope. I may have came back in... It was... It's- it's kind of hard
1: to remember my whole timeline
0: as well. Well, I mean, I love going back in my timeline. Well, because I, I remember I, almost everything since I was a kid. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I
0: like, bury that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I do, i don't bury that shit. I've faced it every time something's come up. Uh,
1: it's, it's not about. Hmm, I don't know.
0: But I mean, it's, she held me at sergeant for a while, or no. Yeah, she held me at sergeant for a while, and then she promoted me to flight sergeant, and then kept me at flight sergeant till 2012. Hmm. I believe in the picture that I have up on Facebook, I'm still a flight sergeant. Not a woe-to. Christ the other picture I had taken the next year, I actually wanted to put as my profile pic because it showed that I had woe two, and I was a woe two at camp so it was a perfect mix and then I came home and then just before I got um, just before I aged out in 2013 just before my 19th Uh, Yeah, 19th birthday. That's when you age out of cadets. The week before our final parade.
1: Aging out.
0: They, 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 no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me tell the story. They all came up from the basement. We were in a bingo hall, right? And I remember them coming up and I called the squadron to attention. Now, I, I commanded my squadron like a squadron. They were the best cadets that I could teach. I knew they were the best because I advocated for them every single time. I told them how to be. I taught them how to be a cadet. A lot of them went on to great careers. That's good like both 2012 both 2013 like when i taught i taught kids when i taught i got on a personal level and i didn't give a shit because if something was personally wrong with you you couldn't learn and i know that for a fucking fact is if there is something mentally wrong or if there's something that's bothering you or if there's something that you know you you don't want to say, but you want to say, but you can't say it because certain situations require silence. Yeah. I but I mean, what I mean, like when. It's like becoming. Uh, sorry. Like when it's like I. Becoming, uh, <laughs> I was shut up. To say oh, chief, chief, I'm gonna fucking. Oh, chief, you better sit down, chief.
1: I, I'm sitting. This
0: whole time Oh fuck (laughs) All right chief I uh when I was standing on the Parade Square and I called my cadets to attention and I stepped back and I turned around. They were holding something. I couldn't see it. But I almost knew what it was. Now, when, I'll call him Lax, when he stepped up to the plate. He gave one of the best speeches I've heard in a while. He said, tonight, there's a special cadet that that did not... Receive recognition for his career. I'm obviously generalizing. But. And I want to recognize. The man that is an amazing man. And. Although we do not have the cadets. To support this rank. We want to award this rank. To this cadet. Because he has gone. Over excellence. Every single time. And he hasn't got recognition for it. So we want to award him this rank of warrant Officer First Class. Please come up and receive it. And when I was... When I said, sir, I fucking cried. When I walked up there, I fucking bawled my fucking eyes out. And... I couldn't turn around. Like, they told me to... They told me to collect myself... Step back... Salute... And turn and go. When I marched off... I made sure that I marched... Way off parade... Turned... Went sideways and back up to my spot. Because I didn't want my cadets to see that I had tears in my eyes. And afterwards, when I called the the, the final words, you know, that any man, you know, loves to hear. It's like, like, dismissed. Like that. When I said that the last time, it was raw. It was raw, man. Like, when I got home, I didn't want to take off my uniform. I didn't want to take off my boots. I didn't want to take it off. I sat in my uniform and I cried for a good 20 minutes because I knew I had to take it off. And I cried while taking it off because that was the end of my career. That was it. That was my time in cadets. It started, you know... Two days into... Like... Almost two days into my 12th birthday. And I actually had the birthday... On the fucking trip. And they actually gave me a birthday cake and a card. Which was absolutely amazing. (laughs) And just for them to show me that love... Was just... Amazing. And then I... Oh, man, I fucked up. Did I ever fuck up? Oh, boy. Okay, before anybody else gets on this podcast and tell this fucking story, I'm going to fucking tell this goddamn story. My dumbass decided to travel with this squadron to... I, I can't remember if it was Moose Jaw that we were going to or if we were going to Nova Scotia. Halifax, to be specific. Now, we went on this trip... And I was at Peggy's Cove. Well, they thought it was a great fucking idea to go in the middle of winter. Now, if you've ever been to fucking Peggy's Cove in winter time, the, the rocks get a little bit slippy. Now, if you've ever been to Peggy's Cove, you know there's a big dip in between the fucking parking lot and the rocks. Now my dumbass decided to go down the most vertical part of the rocks almost at the bottom of the bottom of the fucking thing i step into a puddle and i slip and i fall smack right into a puddle i break through the ice and i'm just filled with water coat t-shirt underwear Pants, everything. Just ice-cold water everywhere. What was that? Whoo Hoo, boy. Hoo! And my dumbass went, Let's roll out of this! And I rolled out of that fucking ice-cold puddle, like, covered in ice. And I was snowy as shit, and I just said, I'm cold. I'm fucking cold, man. (laughs) My friends come barreling down the fucking hill, and they're like, Mix, 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 are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just cold, man. And they're like, what the fuck did you do that, you idiot? Like, you fucking, you're supposed to fall into the ocean if you're supposed to do that.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm like, well, thanks, guys. It's not like I'm laying down here and it's like, it's okay, I'll get myself up. <laughs> And my cold ass marched myself inside and I was like, ma'am, I'm sorry. She looks at me, she goes, what the hell happened? So I tell her the story and she's like, grab a shirt, grab some underwear, grab some socks. I'll buy it for you. So I literally had my CO buy me underwear because my underwear were way too fucking wet. You know what it's like to sit at a, at a register next to your commanding officer handing the cashier a fucking pair of underwear. You know how fucking embarrassing that is? Holy shit. And then she kept me the fucking side. She didn't let me leave. And you know what? I loved it. I fucking loved it. I was by myself. I was in the fucking restaurant by myself. And I was enjoying the shit out of it. Because I was warm. I was out of the cold. And things happened for a reason. (laughs) I didn't want to be cold. It was fucking freezing. They had us on a tour that was, like, on the bus. The bus barely had any fucking heat. We were all bundled up. We were fucking traveling, and that fucking wind was goddamn cold off the ocean. Oh, man, was that freezing.
1: Man, they were not very nice to you guys.
0: Well, I mean, we it's, had... it's, also, it's also Halifax in winter. Yeah. It's a very cold, wet wind. Just like it is in BC, it's a cold, wet wind by the coast.
1: Yeah, I was, I was inland, so I was lucky with warmth or, you know...
0: Well, yeah, I lived but, inland too.
1: But I was also lucky because my squadron, no matter how small, we were based out of a hangar, so we had our own kind of facilities. Oh,
0: fuck. Man, if I... And I if, wish if, we had the right facilities.
1: Right? Fuck. Well, and then we were so close with uh, some of the other squadrons and even one of the Army Cadet Corps. Now we did a lot of um, traveling to nice spots and where we'd work and, like, do um, uh, either, w- either survival uh, situations together or sports camps and, like, so much... Uh, Actually, oh, I think I almost got hypothermia at one of our winter survivals that we time. <laughs> Fuck, man. Making one of
0: those snow caves. Oh my so god. Like, just just thinking about snow right now hurts, because I look outside and I see grass.
1: You see grass? I see, like, two feet of snow.
0: Yeah, no, I see grass and I see a mixture of what likes to be snow, but they salt it so much that it turns into a slushy paste. Uh. It's almost like Winnipeg back in the early 2000s. Like, it's just slush everywhere. And now they're finding mm. out that slush is a great way to pay body men. Hmm. Hmm. Because accidents happen when you're not paying attention. And oops! Oh, yeah. Foot slipped. Oops! In a wall? Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't going to say in a wall, but yeah, like, oops, in a wall. Like, <laughs> fuck. was <laughs> oh. yeah. a personal story that you fucking referenced, asshole. <laughs> I-,
1: I wasn't going to say
0: anything else. Well, I know. We're keeping it to generalizations. We're also at, like, 117, too. Really? Yeah, man. It's been. It's already been an hour. Like... How how many people do you think we we lost now?
1: I don't even know how many people we've probably had. So.
0: Yeah, true, right? How, how many, well, okay, let's speculate. Um let's say if I get more than let's say a thousand followers on Instagram for AtMix Circles, episode six will be the original script of what I was originally going to write about. Let's, let's, let's see if, uh, let's see if some people actually know what the hell I'm talking about. Well, because some of my listeners like to pay attention and some of my listeners don't.
1: (laughs) I'm not totally caught up either. We were talking about that earlier.
0: Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, but I mean, like, I understand you have a life and everybody has a life. That's, I made a thing, it's there if you want to listen to it. I don't care if you listen to it. It's going to be there, if you want. But, I mean, it would help me out if you fucking listen to it. Like, fuck! Like, it's not like I'm trying to make this for fucking, you know, my own goodwill. I'm trying to pay bills. But, I mean, paying bills sometimes, you know, requires a certain amount of work that I'm putting in and I am putting in the work. And if this thing ever takes off, I will put a hundred percent into it. Like it'll be one of, one of, one of the best. And you know, I want it up next to the, the best podcast on Spotify. And I can say Spotify because I am only on Spotify. That is not an ad. I wish it was, but (laughs) hey, hey, I'm only on Spotify. And that's the only place you can fucking get me. That's the only place you can get Rogan, except for YouTube. But, I mean, even YouTube is like a little 10-minute snip clip, and then you have to go to the fucking episode itself. Like, I know I gotta, I gotta listen to uh, 1411. I have to listen to that one. I haven't listened to it yet. And I want to fucking so bad. I listened to his last one with his, uh, with his friend man oh man oh <laughs> but anyways that's that's a different podcast that I'm not gonna you know advertise on mine <laughs> but uh but, what about a a since since you're in the land of you know out there and I'm in the land of in here um <laughs> We could be talking about COVID. We could be talking about, you know, generalizations. We could be talking about where we actually live. Um, but, I mean, how, how's things been on your side? How's... Well, I'm, gonna see, I'm just going to blurt out the province that you're in, not where the location of you is. But, I mean, you're in Alberta. I'm in Ontario. Like, that's as far as you're going to know is I'm in Ontario.
1: And that ain't really an issue. People always reference their province or state.
0: Well, yeah, Canadians always reference their province first. And then if you know the province, then they might tell you the closest city to where they're at. Mm, Maybe. Maybe. If you're lucky. It's like, which city do you actually know about? (laughs) Do you know about Vancouver? Oh, you know about Vancouver. Do you know how to spell Vancouver? No, okay, you don't know the city. Okay, fuck off.
1: (laughs) Well, and that's, and, like, uh, on a small engine, that's why it's always funny living in those small towns that uh, have really strange names that nobody can pronounce unless you live there. Exactly. But uh, that's a whole other story.
0: Well, I mean, Regina Uh is a, is, Regina is the, is the biggest one. Every, and Saskatchewan. Well, Fucking but, Saskatchewan. Like, I, no, I say Saskatchewan! Yeah, Saskatchewan. And Saskatchewan. Yeah. What was it? It's just, no it
1: was
0: Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan.
1: Yeah,
0: it's Saskatchewan. Yeah. It's Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. <laughs> like what Oh
1: uh, like, I I say Saskatchewan.
0: Well yeah, because we're Canadian, so we we canceled the A out. It's like Neh. it's it's there. It's it's like Norwegian or like uh Finnish or you know, it's just a it's just a end to your location. That's what it is. It's like when when you when you talk about a specific area, you usually specific specify the area. Usually when you specify an area, you usually specify state or province. Usually. But when these dumb motherfuckers that go Oh, my city! Blah, 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 blah. Holy shit, shut up.
1: It's so funny when, when people get so uptight about their cities.
0: But, and that's the like, thing. It, is like, when people get uptight about their cities, it's like, so what? You're from that city. So what? I'm from this city. What's the difference?
1: Well, in, I f- we feel that a lot in Alberta. And if you're Canadian, you might know that.
0: Canadian, yeah, exactly. Canada. But
1: Edmonton, I'm... And Calgary have two teams each that are both severe rivals. Oh, my
0: God. Can we fucking talk about that? Maybe.
1: How,
0: how, much, are we, how much are we caught up on the current season? Oh,
1: I'm
0: not. You're not no, caught not. up on the current season? Shit. Okay, so I can't go as in-depth as I want to, but, I mean, we can still talk about the NHL. I, I love the fucking NHL. I fucking love it right now because it's the fucking North Division how it's supposed to be. Canadian teams versus Canadian teams, and that's how it is. But, I mean, you're playing your fucking players too much. These fucking three-game, four-game stints are going to fucking wear out your players. And then you give them, like, a three-day window to relax, and then they're right back on it. Like, nah, man, like, these should be back-to-back games or one-games. Throughout the schedule. Like, the scheduling is way off. How oh, they need to be. Yeah, like, they're supposed to be one game, one day. We have how many teams in Canada? Well, let's count them. Vancouver Canucks, Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames, Winnipeg Jets, Toronto Maple Leafs, Ottawa Senators, Montreal Canadiens. We could almost say, fuck the NHL, we're going to make the CHL. The Canadian Hockey League. And fuck those fucking NHLers. Well, I mean, we
1: should have that anyways.
0: Yeah, we should have that anyways. Or like, like when, when I hear the fucking battle between NFL and CFL, I want to fucking shove my fist down the American throat. You did not come up with football.
1: No. If, like... That's in, that. that's in, it's funny that you say it. It's like, cause we're ca- talking about the Canadian hockey, right? Yeah. And Canadian
0: football and then
1: national hockey and national football.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And so if, if you're talking about national, it really should be nationally.
0: But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why is it just the, why is it just the U S if you're no, in national hockey league, you should be U S versus Canada. Russia versus Canada. Like that should be the National Hockey League and that should be placed in somewhere that we can actually call a hub. Almost like Winnipeg. Hello. If we put the hub in Winnipeg for the National Hockey League, they have the airport to support it. They have the arena to support it. They have the infrastructure of a great city. I don't care who, who you are. Winnipeg is a great fucking city. I don't live there because I moved away because of my situation. Now, I'm in the same fucking situation, in the same fucking boat, five, five, six years later. And I'm looking at Manitoba going, hello, home province. Can I come back home yet?
1: I think about my, like, I was born here, but BC became my home.
0: Well, I mean, me too. That's where I want to be, is BC. Like, that's the mountains and the landscapes and the it's fucking freedom you have in British Columbia is like no other. Yeah. When you're driving through those roads, you feel every curve, every bend. The, the road goes with the fucking mountains. Not against it. It doesn't... There's some parts that go through it, but then there's also parts that you know have been destroyed and then they just put a fucking barrier and then just let the land destroy itself and then you're just going through a tunnel that's protected by the land and it's just a big cement barrier and you're driving through it and it's just like whipping lights by and you're like going 90 kilometers an hour i Mm. do think that they've stopped
1: they've stopped making those as much
0: because I wish they, they. Oh fuck, man! I wish they would make more of those.
1: Yeah, but I remember going through the the mountains one time visiting some family, and uh, they were blowing the shit out of the mountainside. Yeah, and when I see you see like
0: twenty charges.
1: <laughs> <place>.
0: <laughs> and well, like, we also we also have to if if we're gonna if mountains. we're gonna dive into the history of British Columbia and the the. The Canadian Pacific Railway. That's what it was originally called, the CPR. CP. yeah. CP and CN. The CP and were. CN, or now the two probable uh, yeah. companies that run the the railway. Now, when when the guy made the railway, oh, he didn't use the right people. Hmm.
1: I would imagine no one did when they started
0: their railways. (laughs) Well, I mean, they used the people that they thought were, you know, useless. Mm -hmm. Or workers that actually wanted to work and actually make make a living. Now, they, in British Columbia, unfortunately, they, you know, it came at a really weird time. Now, they use specific people incorrectly. And I do not agree with it. And that's how it was. But, oh well. That's how the fucking railway was made. Oh fucking well. I got the fuck over it. A lot of people lost their lives. It's fucking horrible what they did. But, oh well. That was like fucking, what? 50 years ago? 60 years ago? People change. I don't care who you are, people change. And it's apparent over the four year basis that we've based our government off of not an eight-year term like we should have
1: yeah i was gonna say it's both good and insane at the same
0: time it's almost like they're cutting us off right at the halfway point when we need something else like we need to go that eight years we need that full eight years to serve you you serve as that position for eight fucking years of your life after that then you can fuck off, well, but you no, have to guide us for eight fucking years. Well, and like say,
1: if the people don't agree with you, we already have ways in place to get somebody else about a vote of non-confidence.
0: Exactly. So
1: we'll not have the eight years, because at any point, if they're not fulfilling their duty, you can get a
0: new person. That's exactly. The That's the whole but, point. Is if, if within the time limit that you're given. Somebody doesn't like something that you're doing, then you run against that person. The whole point
1: of being the leader is your lead, your your job is to lead for us. Exactly. It's not like you're, it's your the whole job is for other people. And it's it's not seen that way. Exactly. It, when you t- when you get the job, it's like I'm the boss now people and and you see it a lot more nowadays the difference between boss and leader
0: well yeah Uh, and And it's it it's more like
1: Are bosses and not leaders yeah
0: exactly like going off of that going off of that uh oh sorry (laughs) no worries um there was a little bit of a connection issue um going off of that it's like bosses are trying to be leaders bosses are trying to be dictators Now, when you start fucking over your own employees, the fucking employees that, you know, uh, have said to you that, hey, I'm here for two years. That's as long as you got me. You got me for two years. As long as I do a contract with a fucking phone company to have a phone, to pay off said phone, that's how long you have me for a fucking employee. Now, if you fucking get rid of me at three months, that's your fucking issue. That's your fucking commitment issue that is shown through my resume multiple times. That, you know, three year, three month term, and then I'm let go because they don't like how I work. Well, I work way differently than everybody else. I like to be on my own. I like to be by myself when i like to be by myself that's when i do my most philosophy when i'm by myself that's when i start thinking about what if this what if that what if this what if that and then i go through and i go what if this okay what's the answer to that okay if i do that then i can rope in this if i'm doing this at the same time as this then i can do this 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 And then you can really learn to fucking multitask and then go, okay, if I'm doing this, 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 and this in this location, then on the way there, I could do this, 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 and this. See, when you start opening up doors and you start figuring out what you want or what you need or what you want to pay for, then things start opening up. When you really start to break down every, every movement, every, every dance, every song, every syllable, every lyric. When you start to break shit down, you start to understand where the fucking person is coming from.
1: Absolutely, I totally agree.
0: And fucking deja vu, bitch! Oh yeah! Fucking knew it was gonna happen.
1: It's like... It, it's like the way you're talking about it's like live it's like each moment has a lifetime that you understand and that's which you've got to look at. You're you're understanding how things are constantly working with people and with things and asking questions. And sometimes oh god I know at least for I know that when I start asking those what if questions sometimes hours feel like days because I get lost just thinking about all of these things that can be and how amazing things are
0: exactly and,
1: you know like little nitpicky things and where i would move little things about my life and everyone you Yeah. Know, it's just it's like when you close your eyes for a moment you can see the web of everything
0: exactly like when you really start to pay attention to every single detail every single aspect of your life where you're happy where you're sad you really start to open up, you know, the onion that is yourself. Now, if you fucking start cutting into that bitch, you gotta fucking cut into that bitch. You gotta go right to the base. You gotta go right to the root. When you kill something, you gotta go right to the root of it. When you get addiction, when you get something, you need to cut it at the source. Now, I don't believe that our health system is actually trying to help us. I believe they're trying to get our money more than they're trying to help us. Because when you go into a doctor now, I don't know if it's like this in Alberta, but I mean I've experienced the hospitals in Alberta. I've experienced the hospitals in Manitoba. I've experienced the hospitals in Ontario. Nowhere is run Fucking correctly. There is no leader in any hospital. There's nurses trying to be leaders. And then there's doctors trying to dictate the leaders. Like doctors don't do shit. I'm sorry. When you have five different fucking patients. And you can't fucking specify which fucking patient is which patient. And what issue. What their background is. What their last name is. What fucking is their... Is their home life? How, what is the name of their wife? When you can't tell me that shit. You don't care about that fucking person. You ha- didn't give a shit what they said in that room. You didn't give a shit. And that's where I draw issue. Is when I go into a hospital. I expect to be treated. Like I am a dying person. Coming in for the last time of my fucking life. Now, if I'm not treated like I'm the last person that you're going to fucking see today, I'm not going to be very happy. Because if you're fucking acting like you're th- I'm just another fucking person, I'm going to fucking start getting annoyed with you. Now, when I get annoyed, I start getting really short and I get authoritative. That's just how I am. When I have to explain myself multiple fucking times over the span of our fucking conversation, I start to get annoyed. Because it's the fucking thing that I said at the beginning of the fucking conversation that you didn't fucking pay attention to. And now you're asking me again to fucking repeat the thing that I said at the beginning of our fucking conversation. Now, if you don't fucking take personal care into every fucking person that you fucking see, you aren't a fucking doctor. Go fuck yourself. You just want the fucking paycheck at the end of it. Yep. And you just want to go home in your fucking Mercedes and you want to fucking drive home and live in this big fucking ass mansion with a whole bunch of rooms that are empty. That are fucking empty with nothing in them. Why the fuck do you need the space? If you're going to have that space, give it to the homeless person that you fucking walk by downtown on the fucking street give that person a fucking pillow, give that person a fucking blanket, bring him into your fucking home and say, "Here. This is a place to sleep. This is a place over your head. You stay in this fucking room. If you leave this goddamn room, I'll fucking knock you the fuck out." Because
1: people deserved to be treated humanly. Exactly. And Which is super sad because when humans look at other humans, they look, they see animals. Not, like, there's no, no unity when you look into another person, really.
0: No. And there is no unity anymore. There is no unity. If I go on Facebook and I do a post about fucking spray paint that was racist from world war fucking two on fucking doors that i have to clean off because i don't fucking agree with it and little kids walk by that are fucking two or three years old and they're strung along because it's fucking kindergarten they're gonna remember the shit that they see on that goddamn walk absolutely And And, and, I couldn't handle watching those kids walk by those racial slurs and see a swastika on the fucking door. It was plain as day on the door if you were close enough to see it. She didn't, or he didn't, whoever was, was trying to be a cult member of a specific fucking thing back in World War II. Now that was abolished. In fucking World War II. That was then. This is now. We have technology. We have the resources. To fucking be better people. Now if we don't use our resources. The way we are supposed to use our resources. Then we're fucking up as fucking Society.
1: Absolutely.
0: I don't give a shit what your fucking skin color is. I don't give a shit what fucking flag you fall under. You need to be humane with every fucking person you see. If you see somebody on the fucking street that doesn't have anything. I've walked by multiple fucking people in my city. And I have given my last dimes. My last quarters, my last $5 fucking bill to a person that didn't need it or want it. That is a person that has given up and is just sitting on the street expecting a handout. And you know what? Sometimes we need to fucking hand out money. And sometimes fucking people need it more than you fucking expect. And if you hold on to your fucking millions of dollars... You're being a greedy fucking piece of shit. If you have fucking million dollars in your fucking bank account... And all you got is cars at home... You're being a greedy fucking motherfucker. I don't give a shit who you are. You could be the fucking most popular fucking celebrity on earth. I don't give a shit. If you have, if you have money and you don't do a charity... You're not a good person. If you have the money, why not give it to people that don't have the money? Now, I'm speaking, with some, I'm, I'm speaking from the fucking heart. Because I'm somebody that has barely any money. I was fucked over by my industry that I thought was going somewhere. And then all of a sudden, it's fucking electric car's came into the fucking picture, and now we don't know how to fucking repair the fucking electric cars because the whole fucking bottom of the thing is the fucking battery. You can't jack up on it or else you'll fucking bust the car. That's a million dollar fucking car. Whoever fucking designed it is a fucking moron.
1: I I honestly don't ever... I don't get how that got past product testing.
0: It didn't because he made it himself. There isn't any restrictions. Now they're fucking making apps and shit for these fucking cars. And f- the people inside of them are not fucking pay attention. Now, if you get electric fucking cars on my roads while I'm trying to fucking drive, I'm going to fucking hit them because they're going to do something that I'm not going to expect. Now, I know a fucking human behind a fucking wheel of a, of a fucking car knows that it's driving a goddamn car. And it knows that it's driving a goddamn car. I don't give a shit. You can't teach a fucking computer how to feel emotion. How to read somebody. How to read a face. I don't give a shit if you fucking taught a computer how to fucking smile. Congratulations. You fucking arranged the zeros and ones into a fucking pattern that the fucking computer went E for. Congratulations, that's our technology. Awesome, we can fucking have amazing technology that isn't getting us anywhere. Yes. There's still people dying, there's still people hurting, there's still people in poverty. I'm pretty sure when we were growing up, we heard about Africa as a child. We heard about the, the, the poor situation in Africa. We went out and we did UNICEF every fucking Halloween. We collected that shit for UNICEF. Now UNICEF is a big major company that looks over all of, basically all of Africa, I think. Or they're split up. I don't know. I haven't fucking followed into it. I don't know. I think
1: they've proven that UNICEF uh, uses most of their donations to pay their employees. So they actually use children to get, uh, line their own pockets.
0: Well, and that's, you know, that would be human trafficking. But, I mean, uh, well, who's going who's gonna to stop the big, ma- big major companies and going, like, hey, that's wrong. No. Bad. No. There should be a government or somebody to fucking step up, be a fucking bitch once in a while and fucking stand up for the fucking people that you serve.
1: That's what they're supposed to be doing the whole time and we never we almost never see it. The the my favorite part about campaigning is you hear their campaign promises and then when they get into office and they do almost none of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's empty promises that they have they have not fulfilled and that is exactly yeah. what Trump did. That is exactly what he did. He fucking went into presidency, he fucking got all his shit in order, and then he fucking collected the fucking bank, and now he's got a secret fucking service watching him 24 fucking 7.
1: All of those leaders that um, that did this, that <laughs> they... Oh, God. It just drives me insane. You
0: You need... I'm, I'm just saying Trump because he's the, he's the most relevant one and he's the Twitter president. If anything needs to go down in the history book, it's that Donald A. Trump was the fucking Twitter president. He did all his leading on fucking Twitter. And guess what it did? Made Twitter the biggest fucking newsreel on planet Earth. It boosted Twitter's fucking ratings through the fucking roof. I can't get off of Twitter now. Because all of our major information, all of our major things are on Twitter now. You have to have Twitter to connect with people. Fuck it. It's like Facebook. Fuck it. I don't want Facebook. I don't want Twitter. I don't want Instagram. Fuck you guys. I'm going to go live in the fucking bush with a dog by myself. Go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan like of Twitter or uh, Facebook either. But I, I've got a job to so do. I'm gonna have to take over the planet someday.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Like, I'm speaking in generalizations because you know. Yeah,
1: just jokes.
0: Just jokes, really. Fuck. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to fucking speak about something that I'm passionate about. That you know, you may take take fucking seriously, or you may, you know, listen. But if you get fucking offended by this shit, well then, maybe this is, you know, too controversial for you to listen to. Then maybe you should hit the pause button and put down your phone, go for a walk, and then come back and listen to the rest of it. Right. A little break there. Little break for like <laughs> fucking five minutes.
1: Fuck. Uh. Oh, it's, can, can you believe that we were talking about camp not long ago
0: yeah i know right it's it's weird how our minds work eh
1: yeah jumping from girl problems to world problems
0: well i mean we start we started with cadets and then we started so we started diving into the world thing and then we got away from it and then you know we kind of slipped back into it because that's fucking politics You can't get away from politics. If you try and get away from politics, you're just gonna fucking fall back into it.
1: Well, because everyone is political. Everybody
0: is political. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a right. Everybody has this. Everybody has that. Congratulations. You have shit. You have material. What are you like as a person? Do you know how to tell a story? Do you know how to interact with another human being? Now, the shit that, you know, may or may not be wrong with me tells me that uh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know what it's like. And that's just general general terms. If people are fucking laughing at this, then fuck. I mean, laugh all you fucking want. If you're fucking... If, if you fucking stayed on with this shit Holy fuck Fucking good <laughs> on ya Well my longest one was like One No it was like two Two fourteen twenty three? three Two twenty four Two twenty three Something like that It was like a... It was a really weird time No two forty three Yeah it was two forty three no, was... That's your longest huh? Yeah that was my longest podcast but, I mean, we're at fucking a, a fucking hour 50. My fucking girlfriend just fucking texted me 16 minutes ago. Probably to tell me that uh, that you're home. But, you know, the connection issues that I've had with my internet service is not great. I wonder why.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, speaking of political things, like, we're talking about all of these bosses that aren't really leaders and it's because they're all all just run by money like we just mentioned yeah and that and the thing of it is is if you talk about anything other than essentially what we just talked about is capitalism we talk about anything other than capitalism people immediately either assume you're a social socialist
0: or an uh, extremist <laughs> right
1: like and it bo- it bothers me because if I, if i say if i say unity and you say socialist you're
0: like you're just as ignorant as i am you're like yeah yeah exactly it's like you don't want to <laughs> listen to my side just like i don't want to fucking listen to yours there's got to yeah, be no, like, somebody to fucking stand up and go hey you dipshits are the same fucking fight as i am let's fight right. together against the fucking people that are actually de- causing the fucking issue right it's it because it's
1: all the people that are saying that you're that what you're like being like say i'm i'm talking about unity anybody like the people that are saying that uh like that is bad are generally the people that still don't agree with capitalism in the first place they don't
0: they're don't, (laughs) they're the people that probably have you know i think you know comedians like to call it uh daddy issues absolutely
1: oh yeah and i think that's a major issue nowadays though is either you've been spoon-fed your whole life yep or you were you were given nothing yep there's not enough of the the middle ground
0: yeah there's there's either there's either full left or full right now and guess what that's exactly how the polls look when you look at the country while it's voting i don't care which country it's going to be you know blue next to red, re- next to blue, next to red, re- next to red, next to blue like what kind of pattern do you want to see that you know people people have different fucking opinions? How many colors do you want to see? do you want to see four five, six, seven, eight, nine, twenty colors?
1: Well and people get really uh, mad about racism, but this two party system is almost like that
0: exactly it's it's Literally. green or blue,
1: it's red like. <laughs> it's black and white it's red and blue like exactly like it, uh i don't know like and
0: i mean we do have those extra parties but when have they ever been the major power exactly none of them been have been able to overthrow any major power yeah. you know what but, i would love yeah, if i actually ran reason. for let's say prime minister right because i live in canada and because I am, you yes. know, a civilian that if I ran for prime minister, I think I would win. Well, it's it, it's not even even if you think you would
1: win, it's you probably should win because some of the people that are leading us, I, I, either they don't know what they're doing or once they get that power, it's like, did they get handcuffs slapped on them? Exactly. Like, okay. when,
0: when did, you know, when did these bigger companies be able to fucking thrust a fucking finger in your face and tell you you're no good? Right? I'm what pretty sure there was a specific man in a specific movie that said, you're not the same fucking person. You'll, you allowed a fucking person in a goddamn suit to walk up to you, shove their finger in your face, and tell you you're no good. Well, why are you allowing that person to tell you you're no good?
1: Why are you allowing that person to tell you anything?
0: Exactly. (laughs) You know yourself better than anybody else. If you know how to get hit, you can keep going. If you take a hit, take it and keep going. If you get knocked down, get the fuck up and get the fuck going. Don't stop running. Don't stop running. If you fucking stop, that's when they're going to fucking get us. And that's, that's, that's me speaking personally from an experience back when I was a kid. I don't know when or why it happened. I never saw the person. All I know is I was in danger... My friend was in danger. We had to go to the safest fucking spot. And the fucking safest spot was fucking 20 minutes away. And you know what? We fucking booked it.
1: Absolutely.
0: And you know what? He was unfortunately physically unable of running. I was a gazelle. I was fucking gone. I already made it inside the fucking house, closed the fucking door, and I was like, that's it. That's it. I don't need to do shit. I don't need to do shit. And then all of a sudden, I got this eerie feeling of your friends back there. And then that's when I snapped. I was like, I can't leave my friend back there. I wouldn't, he wouldn't leave me. I'm not going to leave him. So I went back out the fucking door, back down the fucking street, caught up with him. I, I said, it's okay. We're going to be okay. Just, you have to keep moving quickly. Let's get home. And I almost got him home. All of a sudden, I look behind me. They fucking turn the corner.
1: Oh.
0: I go, oh, fuck. And then all of a sudden, we both fucking book it. And I'm telling you, it was a goddamn sprint. It was vehicle versus man and man one my friend got in the door because he just almost tripped before the door he almost tripped into the door he was able to open the door and get inside i was just about to grab the door i looked over my shoulder the van turned up the fucking up the alleyway and sped the fuck by me i wasn't able to see the driver the person I don't know what could have happened. I don't know where I could have been. That's the point of, I go, what the fuck? If that fucking moment happened, where the fuck would I be? I would probably be in Africa dead. Yeah, Christ. Like, I could probably be a gigolo in fucking New York right now. Making fucking millions of dollars a bank. And fucking, you know, waving my dick around that I've been fucking so blessed to have. Like. (laughs) Fuck. Just imagine the size of my asshole would be. I'm pretty sure you could probably fit the fucking Paris structure up my ass. I mean, probably
1: I would pr- I would probably try now that you mention it.) <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if if you had to pick a structure that you know, you wanted to that? shove up your ass, that would probably be the first structure that I think of, because if you think about the, let's say the space needle in Seattle, ow! The leaning tower. Uh, I mean, no this fucking like it's still fucking circular circular and square at the top that would just be like a, a hand against the hole it's just like ah! uh, it, would, it would be like somebody
1: trying to jam a cannon up your
0: ass oh my god imagine oh
1: no no I'm good <laughs> oh. oh
0: man this is where my fucking dark mind goes and if you're fucking along for this ride fucking thank god it's two hours holy jesus like if you're after if you're after the fucking two hour mark I'm gonna love you forever, holy shit I'm pretty much out of you there. fucking two hours, man nope. but I mean two fourteen was when he originally left, and then two forty three is when I shut the fuck up oh. I spoke for a good twenty minutes spaced out because I was stoned to shit on my fucking floor. <laughs> man i got so stoned i was so happy oh fuck but now it's that it's two fucking hours i know i'm not stoned anymore shit the
1: the um what is
0: it the uh cutbacks of having a high tolerance yep it's uh it's really shitty <laughs> when you fucking build a tolerance for something you fucking build a tolerance for something and there's yeah. only so much tolerance that you can fucking give it. Like.
1: Yeah. So I often think that one day I might have to start smoking dabs just to get high. Smoking dabs? Yeah. My
0: oil. Fuck. It... Have you ever, you okay. Know, have you ever tried to cook it? It depends. Like making butter and what? shit. Oh No. Fuck, I want to learn how to make butter. Like, fuck. I know it's probably like, just throw it in the fucking pan, you fucking idiot. Like, like fuck, no, just, I need somebody to teach me how to fucking do it, or else I'm going to fuck it the fuck up on the first try. I saw a video, and that's how I, I saw, but I've never done it. <clears throat> yeah, like, I've never fucking pulled out the pot, you know, thrown the weed in the fucking pot and went, I'm going to cook this for a little bit.
1: Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like you you grind it not uh, you grind it up a little, not like mate not fine. Yeah. Right. Like almost like way like it's in the little balls. You know yeah. Thing? Um, and it's like it cooks up a bit, and then I'm pretty sure you put like the cooked up a little like the slightly cooked up weed in like milk kind of, and it kind of cooks the oil into the milk, and then you make butter out of the milk. After and you strain it with you, like you strain the weed out a bit with cheesecloth.
0: Oh, yeah. So interesting. That's, that's an you know, interesting concept.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, cause like you use the weed, like you. Well, it's like you make butter, right? So you need milk, and then you just you you essentially you need the oil out of the weed into the in the milk. That's the only thing that, like, mm. you
0: make butter. Out of the milk. Fuck! That must take a lot of fucking weed, then.
1: I, I, it looked like a good bit.
0: Yeah, that that that's something I can't pay for right now. I'm I'm just I'm I'm gonna go fucking sit down on my 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 couch, and you know fucking pretend like I could do that.
1: Right. Well, I think somebody was saying that if you use the stems and stuff, like, like that's like some of the best for butter. Yeah. So, like, you're not going to smoke the stems anyways, so. But, uh, what is
0: this? Are uh, you supposed uh, to smoke the stems?
1: The oh, God, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to. season and stems, I don't think, obviously. And obviously not the seeds, but seeds and stems is what I was always told. Oh. Hmm? Mm. I, don't, I don't think they, I don't think they, like... Uh, um cook and like it's like uh different parts of the plant give you like the drug differently right so does it f- well it's like like it's like if you were eating mushrooms right if you eat it you're going to get stoned if you drink it in tea oh
0: i n- I, n- I never had mushrooms
1: okay. so like if uh like if you have the flower it's going to be like the fruit of it yeah right but the stem still has things right it's part of the plant so it's true built up of marijuana essentially yeah. it literally is but it's just not going to be i don't think because it's a stem you, it doesn't burn the weed properly you know i don't know how, i'm not saying it properly it's like it's like you burn weed to get the drug right you burn weed to get thc yeah. But if you burn the stem, I I'm, imagine you wouldn't get the THC you'd want out of it. Yeah. So if you put the THC out of the stem, you're it's better off. Is kind of what I'm trying to say.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh
1: man, I'm bad with my
0: words sometimes. It's all good. It's what, the, what I'm I mean fucking bad like, with my words sometimes too.
1: Right.
0: I might be able to go on fucking like forty minute stints, but that's it. That's that's it for my brain. I was like, if you want you to mean, fucking speak to me after that, you could fucking you know.
1: Oh, man, I could probably go on forever.
0: not <laughs> that I'm insane about, but I also don't want to give away all my secrets. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, right? It's like right. a magician never reveals his secrets.
1: Right.
0: Just as like a, a veteran comedian is never going to fucking answer your goddamn question on how the fuck
1: do I get started?
0: <laughs> it's not going to fucking happen, man. Like, if you're going to ask a fucking comedian how to fucking get started, go up on stage. That's what they're going to say. Go up. Yeah. That's all you need to do is just go up.
1: <laughs> Laugh and or get laughed at.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like make fun of yourself or make fun of other people. Whether you make fun of yourself and actually, you know, reveal a whole shit ton about yourself that you probably shouldn't be fucking revealing on a goddamn comedy special, then, uh, yeah. Like,
1: uh, will like, the, uh, one, there's some, some comedians that are, you you can tell that they had really rough lives that like their all of their funny comes from their
0: Oh yeah. And it's just their, <laughs> it's just that craziness. It's that energy, yeah. it's that it's that way of speaking, it's just knowing every situation before it's gonna happen. You can read a situation, you can read into what's gonna happen, you can literally sit in the back of the fucking theater and be like, Okay, that person's gonna laugh at that, that person's gonna laugh at this, that person's gonna laugh at that, and this person's gonna laugh at that. Well, if I want them all laughing at the same time, I'm gonna have to make four different jokes to whip them all into a fucking frenzy and then slam them down and then fucking, you know, take them for the ride. Absolutely. And then, you know, humiliate, humiliate yourself within the fucking, you know, chaos because humility needs to be relearned by society. How to be humble, how to be, how to fucking show humility, how to show arrogance, how to show fucking ignorance. Like, you need to fucking be accountable for the shit you say.
1: I was going to say, yeah, we're all... Re- like, there are plenty of ignorant people.
0: <laughs> and it's depending on who the fuck you're talking to is the, how big of an ignorant person they are.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it's like, what position in their life, you know, is, are they speaking from? It's like, okay, if you have any control outside of my door, that's as far as you have control, is my door. no more like that's it like you get that and that's it like you get as much as I fucking tell you and it's surprising to fucking find out at the end of COVID or like at the end of our pandemic if you know they decide to actually let us be free for the fucking year because obviously COVID was a fucking coronavirus yeah
1: it's a it's a bad flu that shut down the world
0: yeah it is but i mean it's also got really weird really weird um implications let's just say that implications on the world Yeah. like different different nations decided to react to the information differently and then everybody went into world chaos, and then we're still in this shit a fucking year later. What
1: makes the most sense is they took advantage of what is essentially a minor pandemic and turned it into a global pandemic to create control exactly. chaos.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and what they're finding out is they're not grabbing the control that they want. They have people scared, and they have people up against the fence and they also have people rallying for them. You have literally the the basis of a world war ready for a ticking time bomb just to fucking hit zero. Like, at one point, something's gonna go fucking boom and then that's gonna, something's gonna fucking disrupt something. Like... Right?
1: Well, and the terrifying thing is, is for the last few years, there have been very peak moments and, like, uh, that have been almost World War points where, like, obvious... We, I mean, we know about those guys trying to launch missiles and all that shit. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, we obviously lived through all of the fucking bullshit that was 2001, 2004, 2006, 2008, 2010. Like, we all fucking... Like, we lived through it, man. Don't fucking come at me, you fucking piece of shit, because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. If you were born... After 95, don't fucking come at me. I don't give a fuck oh. who you are. If you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, don't fucking speak to me.
1: <laughs> we're, we're only a couple years apart, but I don't fit that bill. I am after 95.
0: Well, I mean, you're the exception.
1: Ah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, and, and
0: I mean, the fucking love of my life is also the exception. Let me just fucking go on recording and say that. I thought
1: that was a
0: confession of love for me. <laughs> no, that is not a confession of love for you, even though you are like a brother to me. We're like two brothers from a different mother. Like, I don't
1: know. I, the, um, I mean, we
0: fucking said that back in the day. We fucking had our, you know, we had our solid trio of kicks, you and I. And, man, we fucking ran shit. That was the trio that should have ran the camp. Like, me as Wo 1, you two as the fucking Woe 2s, and I would have had shit buzzing. There,
1: there was a couple, there a couple um, seamen that wouldn't have been too bad either. Like, I liked being an air cadet, but there was a seaman that he was a, a genuine hero
0: yeah I yeah I know exactly who you're talking about yeah <laughs> he was
1: he was my neighbor obviously
0: well, yeah, but I mean, obviously we're only generalizing, and we can't really go into our personal lives because that's our personal lives and fuck you that's why
1: i'm just me i mean like while we were there like i was I got pretty close to him too,
0: yeah, like. Was, <laughs> I mean, him
1: to wake up everybody every morning was pretty.
0: Oh was pretty my awesome. god, that was the best fucking time of Good my life, man.
1: Good morning, everyone.
0: Good it's morning, most... BB12. It is blah, 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 a.m., and it is time to get up because it, the sun is shining and the grass is green, and today is beautiful. That was basically the generalization of his morning wake up call. He was like a fucking chicken at 6 o'clock in the morning.
1: Like, it's, it's 0600, and the O stands for, Oh my God, it's early. Oh, man. That's my, that was my favorite part. I was always up by 05, and he'd, be, he'd start yelling at 0600, and it would make me smile. <laughs>
0: and you know what (laughs) the kids absolutely hated him for it but i advocated for him because i'm like that's the man you look up to
1: right that's the
0: man that knows his (laughs) shit that you know you can walk up to him at any time of the day and you could get a genuine conversation because he doesn't give a shit who you are and what you do he just wants to talk to you man
1: i kept telling him we should get him a megaphone so he could wake up the whole block
0: Oh my god, he did. One morning I told him to belt it. it was late,
1: wasn't it? That was like late in the, in the summer.
0: That was later in the summer. I told him to fucking belt the shit. I, might, I was like, I want all the cadets to hear it. I want both top floor and middle floor and some of bottom floor to fucking hear this shit. I want you to go into the stairwell and yell it. And he did it. And oh my god, the whole fucking building erupted. Everybody's like, oh my god, what the fuck? Like, everybody's like, I was standing at my room. I watched all the fucking cadets just freak the fuck out, get the fuck out, and like, start running. <laughs> People
1: were thinking, yeah, every, anytime somebody raised their voice.
0: Uh... It was like chickens, it was like chickens... With their heads cut off, just running around, dazed and confused, not knowing where to go. Some of them have slippers on, some of them have socks on, some of them have pants on, some of them don't. Oh, and of course, speaking
1: of chickens, because of the rainstorms out there, you'd have all of these, like, uh, young, like young cadets wearing uh, yellow ponchos. Yep. All chicken <laughs> formation- our little ducklings.
0: <laughs> ducklings, man, they were fucking it was like it was just leading ducklings. It was just come on, come on little ducklings, let's go.
1: And the brutal part was because those ponchos sucked. Some of those cadets definitely waddled. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Some of them some of them just decided to be, you know, smart asses in flight and just go I'm going da ping dan yeah man, it
1: reminds me of some of the problems I had with some some cadets like
0: that. Oh man. so what was mentioned in a in the previous episode um was you know the fact that i I had a hand in some of the flights and I didn't have a hand in some of the flights. Your flight was one of the flights that I didn't give a shit about. <laughs> because I knew that flight was going to be good. There was another flight that I knew was going to be good. <laughs> and then the other two flights just needed a little bit of help. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think I know...
1: I think I remember the other one that didn't need help. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> the face—I think
0: is the only thing I needed. Oh yeah. And for the the for the listeners that are actually listening to this, fucking two sixteen in. You're long, You're now my longest guest. Triple J dipped out at two fourteen. So you've <laughs> passed. You've passed the pinnacle spot. You're in the number one spot of guests. But, I mean, that's probably also going to be fucking, you know, cut. (laughs) (laughs) Unless I just want to make this whole fucking thing just an episode. and then this is just an episode of, like, fucking two hours of nothing.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, like, you could just say it was a random rant.
0: Um, Well, I mean, yeah, and that's what it was. It was just a random rant about fucking, you know, world issues that we feel need to be fucking spoken about. But, you know, we don't want to speak too much about it because, well we don't want to fucking speak too much about it. And then, you know, we mixed in a little bit of personal life. And, you know, that's how it's going to be. So I'm, I'm going to take a break for two seconds. Sound good? All right. Anybody yeah. listening, please feel free because my bladder is the size of a golf ball right now. I need to take a whiz. So I'm going to be right back. Yes, the host is leaving. Shut the fucking thing. Sit down. <laughs> be entertained by... Chief, take it away, Chief. Yeah, uh, rice. I'll start talking about some random
1: shenanigans that used to go on at, at camp, that may or not may or may not want to be heard. But uh, of course, like when I got there, uh, well, not when I got there, when we all got there. Like little groups obviously get formed pretty quickly, and. I don't know if we talked about that when we, at the beginning, or maybe if it was before the video, but uh, me and Mix, uh, Mix I did not um, click in the first days. I was with another group, and at one point, I hurt my friend's feelings, as kids do. I don't want to go into that. Um, And I met people that i needed to like mix and his uh girlfriend at the time who pushed me into um the girlfriend uh into who i uh was with at the time but that's neither here or there um anyways the where i was going is that camp was always a shenanigans of drama, and I don't even, it's so insane about where to begin, because you could start at the first dance, where uh, thankfully we weren't, um, um, no officers were in attendance, is what I'm trying to spit out, <laughs> because that was the filthiest fucking dance I had ever been to, like, it was... Some people were damn near half-naked, just grinding on each other. But, you know, like, it's what...
0: All cadet-appropriate dancing, I swear to God!
1: <laughs> yeah, cadet-appropriate. Absolutely. But, uh, the staff room, I won't divulge too many of their secrets. But it was also some of the best times we had. Because you could, uh, dick around without rank in there. And, uh... <laughs> Is uh, through our conversation, if, uh, if you don't know, if you had noticed, I was a
0: peon in comparison to uh, some of my friends. Do you remember what happened in the mess? Which part? Where everybody was chanting for uh, uh certain something to happen? Maybe, not really. Well, I mean, obviously officers were out of it remember the uh remember the night of the uh dance i'm i'm pretty sure you were just speaking on the dance yeah
1: like i'm thinking like the first dance like the the grind trains and stuff
0: yeah that was our first dance that was our first staff dance well i mean then 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 the officers kind of took notice and then they were like oh we we should probably watch them a little bit and then they let us have leniency And then that's when leniency really took over. Like... Well, and when the blankets came into play and stuff as well. Like, when I actually blew up that one day, that's when the certain somebody realized that I should be in the position. I... And then she started coming to me with questions. Oh, shit. And she was like... You know, straighten these guys out. I know you will. And you know what? I spoke for everybody. And that's what you do as a fucking cadet, is you speak for more than just yourself.
1: Well, that's what you do as a leader.
0: Well, I mean, that's what you do as a leader. But I mean, it doesn't give a... F- I don't give a fuck if you're a leader. You have to be a good fucking human to be a good leader.
1: Yeah. And we had a lot of issues at camp with that. It yeah. was... And I'm not going to say we had bad leaders, but maybe at one point our leaders just liked the easy stuff, the easy life a little bit too much. Because like the people that were in the positions that mattered the most were some of the people that were giving the least shit, which really hurt some of like, like the other staff. And I know that being a sergeant, I talked to flight sergeants and sergeants that were so broken by their officers or war officer or whatever, right? like uh, even even for me, like and I don't care if uh if somebody points me out for this one, but there was days where I had to leave my squadron my my flight sergeant and my officer were both not there. That means it was only me and two other sergeants, one of whom liked to sleep way too much, and then the other one was very, very nice. Very, very, uh, like a, a really good sergeant. She didn't get the uh, recognition she deserved either, but that was mainly because the shit was falling onto me. Was that one of the seamen? Sorry? Was that one of the seamen? Mm, yes. Okay. My, the, the, my female sergeant I guess you could say your PO or PO yeah yep
0: her sister got all the light
1: mm-hmm. yeah see she was like well I mean she was awesome she but she had troubles which
0: isn't un- understandable well yeah everybody has but, troubles fuck I had troubles yeah and when I snapped oh, I fucking snapped man that was me snapping oh. that was me mental like that was a mental issue fucking snap
1: well, that's why I got in so much trouble. I yelled at my officer in front of the chaplain because she was useless. And like I and I don't and I don't care how many times I say that she was not a, a she should not have been a cadet officer. Mm-hmm. She was a, an amazing human being, and that's why it hurt so much. But she
0: she couldn't give a command to save her life. Nope. And, and she couldn't lead a group of people, and I saw that right through and she uh she may or may not have you know presented herself in a certain way outside of the uniform that may or may not have helped her mm. Oh no way
1: uh, of course but the the in um, insanity of it as well was that I had to deal with that and my flight sergeant and i liked my flight sergeant right we we got along Ouch. until we did it yeah <laughs> it was it was all it, it was like there was a moment where he was a flight sergeant and then he was like a flight corporal in need of my guidance to do his fucking job and then like don't get me wrong he did he was he was good at drill and he did stuff but he couldn't it was like it was like he could be an instructor, but not a leader.
0: Yeah. No, he could, he could, he, I know exactly who you're, the fuck you're talking about, because he was my, he was my fucking other sergeant. No. In 2012, yeah. we worked together. Oh,
1: no, I guess I did know that. I just forgot, oh, probably. Well, and, like, it was only ever, like, I don't
0: think it was ever discussed, about. Know, like, when you guys went to camp, it was
1: just like, oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, that's what, that's also, that's only what most people ever talk about. It's like, oh, I know this person from here. And they, they never really went into the backstory, what not while you're at camp anyway. Too much living to do.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? Like, um, the whole, the whole thing about camp was it was supposed to be non-evasive. Hmm. <laughs> once the fact that twitter instagram facebook came out you put your personal lives on person on 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 facebook and all that shit but then when you went to camp you didn't have the same first name you didn't have you know the same squadron you didn't want your cadets to know where you came from and if there was a cadet that was from your home squadron You needed to explain to that person that you're a different rank and you're a different person and you will do the job that you are required to do by the government because it is a government contract that you are signing. It is an employment contract.
1: Yeah, a release by the DOD.
0: Yeah, and it's like... You were paid a certain amount to teach kids,
1: mm-hmm.
0: whether you were in it for the money or whether you were in it for the actual teaching.
1: Or, or for the sex drugs and rock and roll at camp?
0: No, oh, yeah, or the, you know the fame and fortune and you know all the fucking fancy shit. I yeah. said I wanted to be woe too. They gave me woe, too. They, I said I wanted to be woe to a B-Squadron because that's where I started. You know what B-Squadron squad, B was when I fucking first started? It was fucking DCI, it was Batwing, it was, you know, it was the dopest fucking thing. And then the next year they were like, Banshee Squadron, Avenger like Squadron. Them. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Can you well, Bench- fucking come up with any other fucking piece of shit names? Batwing was awesome. A Wing was GT. B Wing was DCI. All of your top level fucking courses that you took from grade or like year four to year six.
1: We had four, didn't we? Four wings. Armic, DCI, and two general, right?
0: Yeah, that's what we had, but I mean, they wanted yeah, to uh, they wanted to split up DCI and uh, F or DCI and I think they had FSI. That
1: ready. No, they had Armic. Because they were they would go to the uh, hangar every day for shooting. Oh
0: yeah, right, DCI Armic. I, but I mean, there was more courses at that location though. The oh, year before, there was a lot more yeah, fucking yeah. courses.
1: Oh, we're, uh, yeah, sorry, we're talking about different things, yeah, I kept talking about our staffing year, and you were talking about the other one.
0: Yeah, no, that was, was, oh, right, okay, yeah, no, yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of talking between the two years, because I'm between the two years. I graduated in 2012, but I also graduated in 2013, Mm -hmm. like, I did the final victory lap of high school, because, well, my girlfriend was, uh, grade 11, and I was grade 12. And then my girlfriend broke up with me, but I had already, you know, signed up for grade 13. So, wasn't going to fucking, you know, bail out on it. So, I fucking went back for a fucking victory lap. And, you know, that victory lap taught me a lot. (laughs) I took a whole new set of courses, a whole new fucking structured, relaxed schedule that I actually learned shit off of. That I still use to this day. I did Aboriginal studies, chemistry, uh, world religions, aviation, graphic design, photography. Hmm. I I went all out on the fucking final lap.
1: (laughs) Yeah, those weren't even offered in my school, a lot of those.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I was supposed to get my pilot's license through my schooling but apparently I didn't have enough credits that they could use towards the pilot license, so I never got my pilot's license at the end of it.
1: Oh. Oh. Speaking of
0: pilot's license, the fucking power cadets. Oh my fucking God, don't even talk about the fucking power cadets. Go (laughs) fuck yourself, power cadets. Just because you're in another fucking building, just because you're on the same fucking base does not mean you get to fucking run the world.
1: Remember? Yeah, because they were a bunch of woes, right? And so they're like, I'm the best. And I'm like, you're useless, you
0: cunt. (laughs) Like, you don't run nothing. You are literally the dogs of the airfield. That is what you do. You should get flight sergeant and sergeant. Not woe 2. Woe 2 is a rank that, you know, people look at and go, ooh, pretty reef. They were cadets. They shouldn't have had their rank. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like that's the whole thing with camp. If you are a course cadet, you, you are, are not a horse cadet. cadet.
0: If you're yeah. on power, you're a fucking power cadet.
1: Yeah. So it should just be like everyone else. You're just a cadet. You're just. And a you cadet. Know, actually, and that reminds me too. Like for FSI. Like if when you when they give you time to do your instructing, like so you instruct the basic course, like uh, you're a fitness instructor. So you instruct basic fitness when they when they do that, they do give you a rank for on course, but it's either corporal or um, what is it Uh, corporal or flight corporal.
0: Yeah.
1: So they make a mini like a mini staff of a flight corporal and three corporals.
0: Yeah, like, do you, that's what you do, is you use that's your, what, your subordinate right? ranks to fill those positions. And like, that's
1: what they should have done if they wanted the power cadets to have ranks. Exactly. They should have made them sergeants or like, flight sergeants instead. But even then, actually, they they, they shouldn't have gone above flight corporal, so they couldn't have de- pissed off the, the actual stuff. Yeah. Well, they I mean, were they
0: should, they should at least have, like, well, if you're going to give them a fucking rank, give them, like, the, the leader, the self-appointed leader, flight corporal. The rest of yeah. them, corporal. Yeah. That's it. That, that or nothing. That it's, or nothing. It's really what it's, That's what you get yeah. in the military if you've been to basic training and you've done a tour. That's basically, like, if you get, you know, if you do that, you're basically a corporal or a sergeant. Now, that's my belief, but I don't know the fucking system, so I'm not going to fucking speak about the system. <laughs>
1: But yeah, no, they shouldn't have been uh it was so crazy. But it like, was it I was don't n- know why you
0: even wanted a fucking rank. Shut the fuck up, you're on power.
1: Right. Like their their whole thing there is like being a power cadet is already amazing because you're, you're like learning
0: how to fucking oh, fly, you assholes.
1: Well, and 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 the power course across Canada gets like a hundred people a year or something. Exactly, well,
0: like it was one of the most regarded courses you could take as an air cadet. And mm-hmm. the people
1: that were taking it were the like the worst that like it was like
0: it was like they the most <laughs> egotistical assholes that you could have fucking thought of.
1: Yeah, it, it was like a bunch of mavericks.
0: It was a bunch of mavericks and icemen, just running around yep. fighting each other.
1: Yep. Well, and then and you got a, like
0: a, a, a well. I mean, you had a female. Hmm. So what we have it? to uh, fucking uh, shit. Um, Amelia, let's call her Amelia.
1: I don't remember them. I was I I just remember I like there was like three guys that were just so useless to me. That I didn't, like, as soon as I, <laughs> I had an argument with the power guys once, and then I think it was the, like four weeks, like, the final four weeks, I just avoided power. I was yep. like,
0: I don't need that negativity. I don't need that negativity in my life, man. Fuck off. Like, if you don't like something, avoid it.
1: Talk to a pilot. I I'd be hanging out with the glider guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you remember the glider pilots too? Yep. What's his name? And. What's their name? They
0: were cool. Yeah, the glider pilots were awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: I, yeah. St- I still talk to the male.
1: Do you remember the long socks? <laughs> he wore them. They were like thigh high rainbow socks, I'm pretty sure, or something.
0: That was the most amazing day when he wore those. He actually took me up for a personal flight, eh? Oh, I think I got. Oh,
1: uh, no, I didn't.
0: He took me up for a personal flight, and I still remember that flight to this day. He's like, holy shit, you can actually fly this aircraft. I was like, yeah, let me fly the aircraft. He's like, okay, hands are off the controls. And he just sat back and enjoyed it. And I just took control of the aircraft, and I, you know, I just had fun. (laughs)
1: Well, that's the whole point,
0: right? I just had fun. I pulled on I pulled on the stick. I went left. I went right. I went up. I went down. You know. I took a I took a, a little bit of a, for a dive and then they pulled out of it. Yeah. Like he's he's like, how how would you put uh, full stick forward? I'm like, okay, whoop, and then all of a sudden your stomach lifts and you're like, oh,
1: yeah, those things don't drop like everything else. <laughs>
0: like, Man, only- when you get winched. Oh man, that was the first time I've ever like when I when I ever got winched. Ooh, we were actually I think we were towed. No, we were winched. That was the first time on a winch, and he he pulled me through it. I was like, dude, I'm fucking scared because it's a winch. I've never been fucking t- on a winch. We're usually towed up into the air, and that's how we yeah. start. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that I. I think I know what you mean by the winch too, because I've seen it. But yeah, no, like we're always towed. towed. <laughs> but like I, I was, like I said, I was on an airfield, so we had like our, uh, not our own, but a Cessna that we had access to, and then a few gliders that were technically ours.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, it was also trying to teach teach the teach the pilots that they can't go so fast that they're pulling the fucking glider too fast. Yeah. You have to go at a neutral speed, and then as the glider pilot, you're supposed to control the distance. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to control your up, down, left, and right. You're supposed to put that pin where that tow hook is. And you're supposed to put it there and watch the length of the rope and make sure that it's not too taut that you're pulling on the aircraft. But you're also not too loose That you're pulling the aircraft down well, I mean, So it needs to be that nice You know Slack Slack distance
1: yeah.
0: And you couldn't teach that You can't fucking teach that That awareness up in, the, up in the sky You can't fucking teach that There's some people that fucking have it And then there's some people that don't fucking have it
1: It took me a second to think about it like, like uh, I remember now, like the winch. Uh, not the winch, but um, gliding. Like uh, I never got my glider's license or anything, but
0: yeah, like, I never know, got mine either. But I mean, I should have, I should have got at least something for my fucking.
1: Well, yeah, and the, that's the funny thing too is like they teach you everything about both of them to the point where if you it, like it, like if you sat in a Cessna. Well, like, well, I mean, if I sat in a, Cess- in a Cessna while I was still a cadet, without power training, I could have flown it.
0: Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like, I could have probably radioed the tower, told them that, I'm g- that I was going to taxi to this fucking runway and take off from this runway and go, uh, like, up, upwind, or, like, up, downwind, acro- like, cross, upwind, and then base, and then final. Yep. And that was that was going to be your circuit
1: it it uh it's just so funny,
0: and then, like thinking back to how much actual training we got, survival was actually how we learned how to navigate maps
1: yeah well that's because air cadet survival training had was always based off of air crash, uh air, airplane crashes
0: exactly, so like can, if you're in an airplane you're, crash, you're being taught first aid, you're being taught you know yep, like how to take care of people in a crash. Like, if you were to fucking hit the fucking mountain, or if you were to fucking, you know, hit the fucking prairies or the water, you need somebody that's gonna fucking stand up and be like, I am the leader. We go this way. Yeah. Like... Well, and... Air cadets was perfect for teaching those like survival skills. Exactly, and it's the survival skills that I held on to and cherished, but I mean, I didn't get taught the survival skills. I was a physical boy, I did the AI. <laughs> and then yeah, I took I... a year off, and then I was like, fuck it, staff.
1: Oh man, I wish I got that beret so badly. I should have taken SI.
0: Fuck SI. <laughs> fuck those bitches. <laughs> but...
1: But, like, I do like the premise for Air Cadet Survival just because, like, it's so crazy. But yep. Like,
0: like, the shit like, you learn.
1: Well, in some of the scenarios, right, it's like you never know what's going to happen. Like, it's generally crashes, but you never know. Like, one time I was, uh, like, I'm the officer kind of thing. Like, I was a sergeant at the time. Yeah. So I'm part of my group, but... uh I had a broken arm per the scenario. Yeah. But it was all based on a a dice roll, right? So I could have easily been the unconscious person in my group. Yeah. That I would have, it would have been corporals and lower that would have had to deal with them while they uh, did first aid on me, right? And it's just amazing that things like that could happen and you had, like, your cadets need to adapt to it and, oh. I got to see a lot of amazing things on survival trips like
0: that. You know, you know who taught survival back in uh, back in 2012? Who? This guy. <laughs> oh, I taught everything survival. Ah, that was that was, that. that was my baby. I was like, drill and survival. Those are my two babies. You don't touch them. I will touch them. They will look correct on parade, and you will love it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I was true in fitness. Man, I was true fitness right until the end of the fucking fitness trail. After you did FSI or AI, where the fuck were you supposed to go?
1: Right? Well, and, and, and even if you didn't want to do anything, your officers aren't going to let that slide. You're a trained <laughs> fitness instructor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: like, you know how many times a fuck, like, uh, other chief walked up to me and was like hey you want to do this i'm like sure i could do that and it's how to run a big thing what we wanted to do was a water day we didn't run the water day very well nobody ran the water
1: supplies very well (laughs)
0: like so I mean
1: if you but that had nothing to do with you guys. Yeah. But uh yeah, I guess that's one side of penalty that never gets talked about. How you know, had to constantly drink bottled water because if you drank the tap water it
0: dehydrated you. Yeah, like it was, <laughs> it, was it was so cold. fucking bad that it would come out brown. Well sometimes. But that shit, it was
1: a salt water, it was like a salt filter or something for this town. So you were literally drinking salt water.
0: Yep. Like, why? And you Uh, know what's funny is London uh, salts their roads or Toronto or, you know, Brampton or, you know, anywhere that I see on the fucking, you know, social medias like they're just constantly running salt trucks up and down their fucking roads it's like you're just stop. making slush stop yep. shovel it get it the fuck out of the way if you don't know where to dump it dump it on a farmland yeah. they need for the water us, well,
1: for, for us they yeah they, they should blade it like shovel it right and then yeah. they sand no salt
0: oh okay well at least sand you you get You get it's a it's a sand salt mix, Hmm. so it's like fifty percent sand, fifty percent salt. So it's like this this grip, but also sand, because sand is is the grip that the tires attach to.
1: Yeah, and the
0: salt is to keep the
1: snow away.
0: Well, salt is just to melt the snow.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you mean. Which reminds me, I should actually see what it's like outside.
0: Fuck, I don't even want to look outside right now.
1: Christ, oh my! The the actual the street is literally caked in snow.
0: Well, yeah. If I look outside, I'm gonna see pavement.
1: Yeah, I won't. I don't see pavement.
0: (laughs) I don't see with like a Manitoba kid [SS2] looking at these streets. I'm going, what the fuck you're running salt trucks when three o'clock in the morning four o'clock in the oh boy i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna take out the fucking person leading this town
1: and us we if anything we'd want them to blade the roads
0: more often yeah like run your trucks constantly yeah you pay these guys to and they hire outside as well yeah plenty of trucks like there's plenty of trucks, and you guys hire out, and they don't even do the, do the job properly. Right. Like or if you're gonna hire somebody it. to do a job, who, do, like get somebody that's actually gonna, you know. Do the job correctly.
1: Oh yeah, I yeah like those photo you sent me, guys just lazing around his machine, like, get to work. <laughs> Especially right now with like all the coronavirus stuff going on and everyone like is getting laid off and forced back home. It's like, don't be lazy with your job. Somebody fucking needs it. (sighs) Especially when,
0: when I walk into the, when I walk into a hospital. Because, you know, I've had something personal happen to me that, that has never fucking happened to me. That, you know, off air I will divulge into what actually happened. But, I mean, on air, I'm just going to fucking say, you know, I I woke up to a, uh, you know, a situation that I didn't want to be in. Unfortunately, I got stoned before I, 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 you know, correctly thought about it. And then I did the thing, and then I regretted doing the thing. Yep. Let's just say that. And then the people that I encountered along the way were both homeless and people of money. And the people of money were assholes and the fucking people without money actually said thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: The people with the least to least to give generally have the most to offer.
0: Exactly. Like the people that are on like people that are down on their luck are the most caring. Absolutely. Like we need more people that care like obviously i care about my yeah, like my social, fellow person me? like i I'm would kidding. you know care about myself right yeah like well, i care I about you, you like i care about myself i want you to be okay and to hear, you know sometimes you aren't doing okay is you know hurtful to me i don't like hearing that shit when i hear you're not having a good day that that affects me emotionally and a lot of people don't fucking understand that it's like some yeah. sometimes your words actually affect people emotionally a lot more than what the fuck you think. And right. well, I mean I I've, I've personally cried on this fucking pod twice. Yeah, just like, this one. <laughs> just this one. Like I've cried twice <laughs> if you're fucking going to tell me that I'm a piece of shit and I don't don't know what I'm, what the fuck I'm talking about, maybe you're the fucking issue. Because yeah. I'm 2.49 in, this is the longest podcast I have recorded, and I'm fucking proud about that, because it's it's with a guest that, you know, will be on more, will be on you know, multiple times, and it will be a multi-part series of Chief, yeah. and it's just what? Chief Chief and Mix, it's like Mixed oh. Chief, and oh, I was like, looks- that's, that's gonna be that's gonna be like your fucking name, it's just Mixed Chiefs, it's like Mixed Chief, that's it, Mixed Chief, that's like, put your Put your, you know, Twitter account to it. Put your fucking, you know, Instagram tag to it. You know, take it away. Because, Absolutely. you know what, that's, that's that's who I think you are to me. And that's nobody else can take that title away from you because, well, you are mixed chief to me.
1: We never, we actually, we never talked about
0: why I'm called chief either. <laughs> well, I mean, we could divulge into that, but I mean, let's, let's just not. Very <laughs> nice. That's a personal story that we can keep t- between ourselves. Oh,
1: I wasn't gonna divulge that part.
0: It was uh, just,
1: oh. <laughs> it was like there, there it was like an interesting story. A cadet me- gave me the like and uh, the idea that I should I should go by chief, even though I'm not the chief at camp. And then I rem- I re- went into uh, Pen- uh, not old, I went into Red Deer, right? Yeah, Red Deer. To um, and that's when I got my hat, and they almost didn't let me get Master Chief put on it because they figured it was a Halo reference. So I pull my lanyard out of my jacket, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm a cadet, I literally care nothing about that. Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) I I want my title on my hat, (laughs) and uh, and I loved it because. With our rules at camp, I got to keep wearing my hat, and people started knowing who i was and <laughs> uh yeah and I, that,
0: I, that, I, I'm that, p- pretty sure you had a hat made for me did i yeah was it wait did i it was Christ. the uh it was the irish um it was ninety eight percent irish
1: Hmm...
0: ah uh. Because I would I would always say I'm Irish. Like I was full Irish, but I I'm like well now that I'm looking at my bloodline, I'm like, holy shit, nope, I'm not Irish. (laughs) I mean I'm a little Mm. bit Irish, but I'm mm. I'm just Uh, the West uh, Coast.
1: I'm I'm Irish, Norwegian, English, Scottish.
0: I have some Mm. Scottish in me. I I have some Irish in me, I have some German, I have some Norway Norwegian.
1: I think I have a bit of French. No German, though.
0: It's I just think like, I I'll... have a little bit of French at some point, but I mean, I don't know. I'll have to talk to my parents about it. But yeah. I mean, that's well, a I fucking mean... adventure in itself.
1: Right? Well, I mean, we're Canadian, so we have a bit of French in us regardless.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> I have a, like, a little bit of you know knowledge in French, but I mean, like I don't fucking dive into it because I don't like to speak French, really. I really? fuck it Fair. up. I don't enjoy speaking it. Because when it comes down to the moment of actually speaking another language, I would prefer to speak to you in English because that's what I know. <laughs> I know True. how to talk in it. I know how to write in it. I know how to explain in it. If I'm trying to explain to you a thought in French, I'm not going to be able to explain it well enough as I can in English.
1: Well, and, and the, the difficulty there generally lies with having to translate it, right? You're thinking in English and speaking in French. The weirdest part about learning a new language is, is when there's just like, there's a moment when you're speaking and then all of a sudden you start thinking in that language. Yep. And it's all terrifying. (laughs)
0: Like Like, over, over the pandemic, I've, I've, you know, taken it upon myself to try and learn a new fucking, you know, language. Whether I fucking kept up with it, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm learning. I don't know, maybe. But I mean, I, 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 I took a took it upon myself to learn some Japanese. Just because I always thought Japanese, Jap, Japanese mythology was amazing. I loved it.
1: Mm. You mean like they're gods, they're monsters? <laughs> Understandable. I've I've always enjoyed Greek mythology. Greek We're
0: mythology, going... Norse mythology. Uh, Roman mythology, like, all of the mythologies are fucking... The Rome...
1: Sorry, the Romans are just more w- war... It was like, they made the Greek mythology a war mythology. That's all they did. Yeah, exactly. It was like... It was like uh, Zeus was the god of the sky and thunder, or whatever, and then Jupiter was the god of sky and thunder and war. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so Athena was the goddess of wisdom, and whatever her counterpart was, the goddess of wisdom and war. And don't get me wrong; she was already a goddess of war. She was just a strategist.
0: But, but I mean, yeah. I think it was, I think it was more like Roman <sighs> mythology mixed with Greek mythology, kind of mixed with like the Athenian. Way to speak about it, mm. because if yes. we think back to all the way back to like the 300, the last 300 that stood up for Sparta, and if we mm. think about that historical event that is depicted in the fucking Bible, I believe, mm. if that is correct, don't know. Yeah, I would not know that. Um, I believe it's correct. I believe there is a mention of the 300 in the Bible. Or like a Last Stand or something. I don't know. Um, but the three hundred were the last bits of Sparta. That was the last, you know, remaining force that was Spartan. The women, the children, the the men yeah. that were pol- politicians were all at home. The men that knew war were out on out as the three hundred.
1: Well, okay, that can't be entirely true, because if you look at the uh, the statistics for the later fight, mm-hmm. the fight where it's, um was like Greece against Persia, right? Yeah. The one where it's 10,000 against a million.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Those numbers aren't exactly correct, but it was like 15% of the soldiers were Spartans. So that means not all of them could have been at the hot gates.
0: Okay, so they had reserve forces back at home, you know, reserving homeland, right? Yeah,
1: which makes perfect sense, because just like in the movie, they said that they couldn't go to war,
0: right? Yeah, they couldn't go to war. Like, they they didn't want to go to war. war. So they sent 300 of their best men out to face the thousand upon thousands of Persians that they overestimated. Yeah, and that's where well, Leon Leonidas had his final final battle.
1: Yeah, but Sparta Sparta was one of the first empires to ever have a standing military, like uh, like Athenians and other city states. They uh, you were always pulled from your job to become a soldier. Yeah, Sparta. You were pulled from being a child to being a soldier. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like In you were, to you were, you were basically drafted at eight. Yeah, was eight, it eight years, years old. It? Eight years old really? was drafted, either eight or okay. twelve. I may have yeah. my ages mixed was, up.
1: I thought it was, but I'm not sure either. But either way, yeah, it's like a, they had that brutal training system to become warriors. Yeah, where
0: I, you I, would I, wrestle, I, where you would, you know, fight with wooden blades. You would, you know. Yeah. You would well, attack each had, other like should, you're fighting.
1: Yeah, they had well, and that the, the actual training concept for the agoge was, uh, you had to do it for yourself. Yeah. they did not. Feed you, they did not give you water. If you wanted to eat, you stole food from the warriors. Yeah, only the strongest survived. So, you, if you were strong, you could get the food from the warriors. Or if
0: you were smart.
1: Yes, smart or strong, yeah, so smarter strong. Yeah, smarter
0: strong. It's it's yeah. it's brain or brawn, but the brutal
1: part about Spartans was even if you were smart, you had to still be strong because of their condition training. Like, uh, you're essentially like a 12 year old kid that gets constantly beaten by adults for days, and yeah, then you get that's, thrown that's how it it's was.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, it, I know it makes you think. Awesome. It's like why why are we so opposed to you know physical interaction with our kids nowadays? Right. Like, well, if I'm, I if I'm, I think my kid is doing something wrong yes. and, you know, I think he needs to be disciplined for said thing that he's doing wrong, how, yeah. why do you get to force your opinion into my personal life where my kid is doing something wrong and I'm doing something about it the way I believe that it is right to do it?
1: Right. Well, and most people think that um, when you say... That you're giving them a spanking people immediately assume that it's abuse but a spanking isn't you're not you're not it's not like a six hour long thing where you beat your yeah, child no,
0: like you're fucking beating your child like it's yeah, your 12 year and, old dick like fuck and that's the thing is
1: discipline and abuse have become synonyms in today's world and that it's sick, because, like, uh, I remember I, if I ever got a SWAT, a single SWAT, I knew I did something wrong, and yep. I changed my fucking
0: behavior. Exactly. Like, I if you got fucking thing. hit, if you, you got a SWAT, fucking hit.
1: Right? And if you give a kid a SWAT these days, you probably get arrested. Like, it doesn't make sense. And and everyone's like, oh my kid's so my kid's so whiny and he, he gets everything he wants. It's like, yeah, because you don't discipline him. You don't have to abuse your child to discipline them.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can you can tell your kid, hey, shut up, or else I'm gonna shove my fist down your throat if you keep talking. And if they what? keep talking. Boom, right in the fucking mouth.
1: Because that's how it's going
0: to be in fucking life. Is if you're going to fucking piss somebody off, you don't know what they're going to fucking do. You don't know if they're going to fucking just snap and take a swing at you.
1: You don't know. Exactly. So you have to stay two steps ahead
0: of your fucking opponent
1: and our children need to be taught how to act with people so they're not the people creating those situations exactly (laughs) because and that's what it is nowadays Uh, like uh, all of the old people are complaining
0: about having a disrespectful youth but they're the ones that created it exactly they're the ones (laughs) that didn't care didn't want structure didn't want this didn't want that didn't want this That was too fucking fancy or expensive, so they didn't fucking get it, but now they're forced into fucking getting it now, and now they're being forced into a society that they don't want to fucking be in. It's like, well, if you don't want to be in this fucking society, then, you know... mm. It's it's people
1: getting salty for letting things grow into something else. Their parents raised them to be the people that are complaining about the, what's happening now. Yeah, exactly. So their their parents made them good people, right? Let's say in quotations, uh, because obviously not all will be good, but like let's say they are upstanding people, like yeah. from their moral standpoint. And that, like, I would say, if uh, forty years ago they had a good moral standpoint, but anyways, uh, the people that were taught that standpoint did not teach that standpoint and that is why the, that's why you have a bunch of little assholes running around it's because instead of um reinforcing those beliefs they let like they let the people do whatever they want and create yeah, exactly. a shit storm and all they do is complain about it instead of trying to fix it
0: exactly and <sighs> i posted i posted on facebook I don't know if you saw the post. Because I know you don't don't really go on social media. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I posted a personal fucking thing that I believe was, you know, the right thing to do. I shared it. I don't know where the fuck it went or who the fuck knows about it. But I mean, it's out on Facebook. If you look for it, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Now, I just did a post on Instagram. Um, doing... You know, doing a po- I have, I actually haven't checked my fucking Instagram. Let me check. Let me check it right now. At Mix Circles, if you want to follow on Instagram. Shameless plug on my own fucking pod. <laughs> oh. Shut oh. up! I don't care about your fucking car. <laughs> Shut up. Man, that's depressing. Only one person has seen that fucking story. Oh well, fuck it. I don't care.
1: Oh god, what oh, the back is killing me.
0: Oh no. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, Mister Seam is. Mr. Seaman is on the range.
1: Oh oh. Huh. Wonder. I don't know. He doesn't really seem like a marksman to me. Oh, he's not, he's
0: a teacher. Ah well I mean he's not really a teacher, he just no no eh, he just he he just does him. (laughs) This is what he does. He's a good person. I enjoy having him around.
1: I didn't even think about that.
0: He's near you? No, he's not near me. I wish he was. He's more near you.
1: Wait, I wonder if that's who I was seeing on the Snapchat world thing.
0: Maybe? Maybe. He, he's not the fucking batman is he <laughs> uh yeah. Nah, whatever maybe i don't know
1: he totally is never mind i know i do he is closer to me
0: nope yep. i mean he he hasn't uh he hasn't contacted me in a bit, but I mean, I can't, I uh, can't force I'm him like, to come on.
1: I'm looking at his bitmoji on the, uh, Snapchat world map.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Fucking Christ. What a fucking good podcast. Fucking three hours, too fucking long, man
1: well yeah and we've kind of started to slow down
0: too we might
1: have to think uh well not think but we might, should, We should probably prepare a little more better
0: for next time well i mean since Life we're winding time. since we're winding down at 306 why not just end at 307 so we have 30 seconds to do an outro so probably this has been mixed circles podcast episode five this was fucking you know amazing time I loved having you on. We're going to continue talking after air, but I mean, we got to end this soon. So it's been a, it's been a pleasure. We can fucking have another episode. We can have another part. We're going to have a fucking series. I don't give a shit. I will have you on as many times as you want. So (laughs) thank you for coming on. Thank you,
1: man. I I definitely enjoyed this more than I thought I was going to.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's, that's the wonderful thing about just talking to your best friend. Nice. Right. yeah just getting
1: to
0: talk exactly and it, yeah before this is a runaway phone call <laughs> runaway phone call yeah true like uh but I mean for anybody listening that's gotten to this 307 point you know thank you uh really appreciate it you know thank you for listening thank you for showing up thank you for listening to the whole fucking thing if you actually listen to the whole fucking thing i mean this is gonna be a fucking long one so buckle up it was a fucking roller coaster it's gonna be a roller coaster after this so Mm -hmm. buckle up it's gonna be a ride 2021 let's go